Hello everyone, welcome back. Here we are with episode 17 of Geek Shitoku Podcast. I forgot what number it was, so I had to check our show list. Which my co-host Sean has kept uh, pretty nice and neat and formatted. Uh, it was late. Yeah. I was bored. Eh, it happens. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. I was hyped up on caffeine because I decided to drink coffee at 8 o'clock at night. Ooh. Why did I think that was a good idea? I don't know. It your, wasn't. Your mind is an enigma. No, it is. Even to me. <laughs> He's still trying to understand himself. And that's the worst part. Yeah. I mean, I stare at a mirror hoping for some self-reflection, but I get nothing. <laughs> Okay, uh, John Fumix a lot. He's Sean, Snarky Sean, still Dr. Disco because Dr. Disco. I have not gotten around to change it. I really don't anything. think you need to. It's a good name. For the most part, I'm just Snarky Sean everywhere else but Twitter. I'm Dr. Disco and, on Twitter and speaking, because I can. Speaking of Dr. Disco, we'll jump right into our first story, which is the... Probably con- most controversial thing to happen to Doctor Who since it came back, I would say, at least in my sort opinion, of. anyway, is uh, Stephen Moffat is leaving Doctor Who next year. I feel like I spelled Stephen. Yep, I spelled Stephen wrong <laughs> in the notes. Oops, I spelled it like I spell my cousin's uh, name. Uh, oh yeah, there's a lot it's of a ph and not a v. Yeah, it happens. Um, at least I spelled his last name right. It's Moffat. Moffat. Not Moffat. Moffat. Yeah. Moffat. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he is leaving uh, the end of next year. New guy taking over, <coughs> Chris Chibnall, uh, showrunner for Broadchurch, which is the David Tennant thing that they... Arthur Darville was also in. Yeah, they tried to bring it over here and rename it something else. Essentially, same premise with Dave. Grace Point. Grace Point is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched it. It wasn't that good. <laughs> why do you? David Tennant was the only reason why I watched. Oh, I can guarantee that's the only reason why a lot of people watched it. Uh, that's yeah. It, no, it's that mostly the reason why. Yeah, that show didn't last. Uh, lasted a lot longer in I almost said Japan, in England than it did over here. Um, well, originally it was it's its original run. Broadchurch was only meant to be a single series, ten episodes, and then done. But because of how well it was received, it got a second series, which was basically just a new story. Uh, Grace Point was only slated for ten episodes. Afterwards, they had the chance to renew it, and Fox was like, "You know, not really." Well, see, that's the problem right there, Fox. Fox and NBC yep. are notorious for having halfway decent shows and axing them, but having really bad shows and keeping them. Perfect example. Minority Gotham. Report was one of them. That got Ixnade. Yeah, Gotham, its first season, again, was kind of shitty. There were some good moments here and there. I've only seen like an episode and a half of season two, and that seemed okay. It's getting renewed for a third season. I don't understand it. <laughs> um, because they have nothing to replace it in the lineup. Probably. So they're gonna 
keep renewing it also because the WB is like, here, do something with this. Yeah, that and they're probably... Again, it's because it's Batman. You know? It's also because it's getting... It's getting decent enough ratings to keep it afloat. I don't understand how, but it is, but... Uh, because it's Batman and people watch it. That's true. <laughs> Batman is the cash cow of the DC universe. You think Superman would be? Nope, it's Batman because everybody loves the dark and gritty on Batman. Also because he's the most human. Yeah, I guess that he's makes the most sense. relatable in a sense because he has no extra normal powers. Except that time he was a black lantern, a white lantern, a green lantern, a yellow lantern, and a red lantern. At different points in comic history. Wow. Uh, I think he was a Blue Lantern once, too, and that was kind of weird, because Blue is for hope, and it's Batman. Yeah. Okay. He's been a lot of different colors. Back to Doctor Who. <laughs> Another tangent there. Um, well, it happens. Uh, the way... Okay, I'm trying to think. He He's leaving... Moffat's leaving... There's not going to be a show at all this year, which is bullshit. Except for a Christmas episode. Okay. Last season will begin. The Christmas, Christmas. episode's the only thing. Okay. Then air over the rest of 2017. Take over 2018. Um, the writer, Ace of Geeks, friend of mine, Mike Fatum, uh, he says, My best guess is that, it, that this is due to uh, Chimbal's schedule. Or Chibnall, excuse me. Uh, no confirmation. Uh, BC says this is due to 2016 being too full already with the Olympics and other nationwide events, which I call bullshit because they did it. They did it the same year as Doctor, as the Tenth Doctor, because they had that whole thing of him running up the stairs and lighting the torch, and then all the Doctor Who fans were like, "Can we have that happen, please?" And it didn't happen. Um. Uh, da, 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 da. Talking about mixed legacy, blah blah blah. Yeah, so that's the controversy is that everybody, I'm on the side of the fence going, yes, thank God it is overdue. Get them the hell out of there. But then you get other people who say, no, I think he did just fine and all that junk. And don't get me wrong. To me, it 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 goes both ways. There are some times where I'm like, why the hell did you do this? And other times I'm like, you know, this was actually a really good episode. But I would, for me seeing a fresh take on something that's been that is now such a mainstream success going from cult status to mainstream yeah because david Tennant's episodes are being played on disney xd and they completely skipped eccleston because reasons david Tennant. yeah because david Tennant. <clears throat> because david Tennant's more family friendly oh yeah supposedly oh i i would Minus agree the with fact that minus the whole Shakespeare hitting on him and no Shakespeare was actually flat out flirting with him uh, him being married to Queen the Queen of Scots which was also revisited in the 50th anniversary etc 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 yep before I get too long on all the weird things that happened in the ten years you know cat people and all that <laughs> And moisturize me, moisturize me, and yeah. moisturize me. I can't <laughs> believe I'm actually saying that three times in a row. But she showed up that many times. Yep. 
Fun fact, the woman who played that character was uh, Madame Hooch from the uh, Harry Potter movies. Because there's only yeah. like 10 British actors in the world, and they just keep getting reused. Well, there was 11, but, you know. Sad face. Anyways, that was our moment of silence. My moment, my moment long... of silence trying to figure out who it was. Rickman? Right! Wow. My, my mind has been filled with so many things lately, other things are getting pushed out. John doesn't have the greatest of memories. No, my, my, my memory is like Swiss cheese. Either He's that... watching TV and he asks me, so who's this person again? <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, here this, here's this person, and here's why they're important. <laughs> I don't remember And then that. he's like, oh yeah, I remember. I don't remember. I don't that. know, you asked me something, you asked me something about Arrow and something 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 i don't remember this was a while back oh okay. see again beginning I of remember. season four i believe <laughs> I, I case pro- in point i probably <laughs> did yeah i probably did uh, all right but yeah so i'm opening up the next link so yeah it's i'm happy moffat's leaving other people are happy some people are not happy and we're just gonna have to see what chip uh chip Null can do in 2018 and but we just have to wait, you know, another year ish until we get the next Doctor Who season. And Capaldi's It's like the last. wait with Sherlock. I mean, <laughs> we had an entire year wait for Sherlock to get a single episode to then wait another year. <sighs> yep. So, speaking of delays, um, wow! All the, the next Star today. Wars, uh, the next Star Wars movie, like not not the one that's coming out this year, not Rogue One, but the actual like next chapter in the Ep- series, Episode Eight. Um, episode Eight has been delayed from its original May to December fifteenth. Yep. So the day before my girlfriend's birthday. Interesting. Also, right before Christmas. Yeah. Which, Once again, right before Christmas. <laughs> which they did the same thing last year. A full seven months. And no, the Millennium Falcon did not fall on anybody this time. I love Mike. Oh, it's Kyle. Kyle's good, too. <laughs> it's Kyle. Uh, I don't know them, but... I do. I, I do. I added a podcast for him. Which you can see if you look at my um, profile header thing for Twitter. I've got the three podcasts I edit up there. Oh, I have not seen that recently. Self-promotion. Then again, I then again, I haven't really been too much on the Twitters. Yeah. I've kind of been busy being a full-time student and all. School comes <laughs> first. Well, yeah, especially when one of my assignments is to watch a television show and dissect it. I'm now dissecting Legends of Tomorrow, so that's going to be fun. Oh, for Marvel Report? That's DC. Right. Legends of Tomorrow is DC. Are we really going to do this again? (laughs) This is going to be like every episode. I'm going to be like, yeah, like how, you know, uh, Green Arrow is going to go, like, meet the Inhumans. That's DC and Marvel. Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it is. At least you're not messing up Doctor Who and Star Wars and Star Wars and Star Trek. 
That would if be you interesting. If you messed up Star Trek, I feel like Eric would come through the screen and punch you in the face. Probably. USS Enterprise. Oh yeah, I remember that. Docking Bay 94. That's, uh, that works. <laughs> oh no. God, I, I apologize, Eric, if you're listening to this. Oh. Uh, if you're not, then... If you're not listening to this specific part, then cool. You skipped over the right part. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, this article goes on to say that um, they weren't locked in to the release date per se, they were kind of just aiming for it and it, it's taking they're taking this t- extra time to sort of this term is used a lot in media, polish it. Yeah. I I do I do like what Kyle says here uh, Rumor has it that Rain Johnson, who is also writing the script, has had something of an epiphany and wants to do some major rewrites to the script yeah, and then he goes on to say, many other blockbuster films have disappointed us in the past because the studio was more interested in hitting the release date rather than making a good film and or getting it, getting the right people to direct. I'm looking at you, X-Men The Last Stand. Yeah. God, that movie was awful. It makes Spider-Man 3 look great. It makes... It actually makes the Ghost Rider movies. Both Nick Cage Ghost Rider movies actually bearable yeah. makes Batman forever less batnipply batnipply I don't know I don't know how that works does it, it make it does. does it make it any less bat credit cardy no no the bat credit card still exists <laughs> you gotta leave some of the nonsense in there yeah okay so that's pretty much it for episode eight it's just been pushed back seven months yep and also goes on to say that the force awakens is now the highest grossing film of all time in north america beating out james cameron's avatar aka pocahontas with blue people yep um for those of you who didn't catch all the pocahontas references (laughs) i like like the last time and the Adam and Eve references. I like but. the last line too. Personally, I'd take Chewbacca over a Navi any day of the week. Well, yeah, Chewbacca has that exploding crossbow. What do the Navi have? They have sp- that was good. They have spears. That's all the Navi have, and also yeah. those weird hair genital things. Oh, I-, I should also point out to the viewers. I have recently listeners? actually what viewers, listeners, eh, same thing. And, uh, <laughs> I recently actually watched the film. It was actually quite a story behind it. Yeah, when you told me, I'm like, I really want to hear the story, but I'm going to wait until the podcast. Okay, I'm going to try to make this go as quick as possible, just so we're not, like, going for 20 minutes on it. I went with my mom, because she hasn't seen it, and I wanted to see it. Keep in mind, I may have done it a... I've already watched it the technical second time, but the first time was a way I'm not going to mention. Other people might know what I'm talking about. Uh, I do. Yeah, because I told you. Yeah, you, you <laughs> flat out told me. Uh, so we went to the theater. When we got in, all the lights were down, like it would normally be for when you were watching it. Uh, there was nothing on the screen, and it was just music, just random music they were pumping through because it was like a half hour before it started. 
me and my mom found our seat, which was like there's like two there's two sections. There's there's like the first section was like right in front of the theater and like the screen. Then there's the walkway. You mean the breakneck section? Yeah, the breakneck section. And then there's the walkway, and then there's like a bigger section of like 12, 12 to fifteen rows. We sat. Let's see. If, the bottom row is one, top row 15. We sat at row, like, 10. So it was, like, okay. a good angle. And there was just music, and nothing was really happening. More people showed up than we were expecting. It wasn't, like, a packed house, but I was expecting maybe, like, five-ish more people. But, you know, we filled probably at least half of the top section. And, um... So, like, it was, like... Quarter after, or quarter after twelve, because we it was it was for twelve thirty. At quarter after twelve, they started rolling these like, um, like first look, and all of this type of stuff for like television shows. And they had like a song that would show up. So if you want this song, use the Shazam app and get it now. Type of thing. No thanks. Yeah, I know. Nobody, nobody did. And uh, keep in mind, this whole time, there's still nothing visually happening. There's just sound. So we're we're all sitting there thinking, we're probably supposed to be seeing something here. And then the first look ended, and then the trailer started. The first trailer that happened was Civil War trailer, still no visual. Oh no, you missed that? And then that trailer ended. And then another trailer began. I don't remember what trailer it was. Still no visuals. And I think after the, like, just as the Civil War one started, there was a guy that walked out who was, like, a patron. He walked out, and just as he walked back in, audio cut out completely. We sat there for another 10 to 15 minutes. (laughs) One of the ushers or, you know, employees walks in and goes, Hey, guys, how you liking the movie so far? And we all, ha, 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 funny, funny. And... He's like, my manager's trying to reset the, you know, uh, reset the projector, and you know, we'll and before he could even finish his sentence, the sound kicked back on, and then like two seconds later, we got visual again, and it was in the middle of another trailer again. I don't remember which one it was, and then from there on, it was just glitching every now and then, but we still, it wasn't like every two seconds, but it was, you know, periodic. So it was an adventure to see the movie. Uh, we got to the end, and again, if you haven't seen the movie, I apologize. We're not drop. We're not being spoiler free here anymore. Um, at the end, you know, it was the scene. You know, it was the scene with her, you know, with Ray holding out the lightsaber to Luke, and they're doing the panoramic shot from the air, seeing the two on the mountain, and then it cuts, and you get the da 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 da, and then there's John, uh, directed by J.J. Abram, and then just blank screen. And music cuts. It just stops. Dead. Jesus! This theater has a lot of issues. I've never seen... I've never seen this theater have these type of issues before. And as it cuts, everybody kind of starts talking. I'm like, well, I guess we're going home now. The show's over. We can go home now. You know, people are laughing and, you know, it was, that was it. We just, you know, we left. So it was an it was an adventure to see the adventure. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. We are not discussing the movie here because I just didn't feel like it. I didn't put it in the notes. We don't. We have both to. thought it was good. 
It was great. It was fun. It was a good movie. Semi disappointing because of all the A New Hope. Like, I actually things. liked that though. I, I liked didn't. it because because it was unoriginal. It was like, well, we're just gonna copy the first movie. Everybody liked that, right? We're just gonna you know do the parallels here. I mean, right? Luke, is but Obi-Wan. there was no Jar Jar, so we're fine. Well, yeah, I mean, there's that. Well, I'm not talking about the first, first movie. We're talking about episode four. I know. I know, I know. I'm just glad that there wasn't any Jar Jar. Yeah. Although, one of the fan theories that I read, that Jar Jar actually was a Sith Lord in the prequels. Yeah, I saw that. very, very fascinating. I liked... If you haven't had the time to read it, go do so. Yeah, go find it. It's actually kind of funny. Um, There was also that fan theory that Kylo Ren... Um, is secretly trying to stop the Empire and the Sith. The First Order and all that, yeah. Yeah, because he's... That was really fascinating. Because, uh, in case people haven't read it, he's trying to, uh, to turn himself to the dark side as much as he can so he can do what he needs to... what he thinks needs to be done. And... The big spoilers, which I feel like every... My mom was even spoiled for that part when Han died. And uh, people think that Han understood what Kylo Ren was trying to do. And that's why he... When he, you know when Kylo Ren's like, I need, I need help. Will you help me? And he said yes. You know, Han said yes. And that's the whole thing. Of Han realized what Kylo Ren was trying to do. And... My mom actually made a good point. I brought up the theory to her, and she says, so you think Han took the lightsaber and killed himself with it, rather than Kylo Ren killing him, which makes sense. Because if Han understood, and Kylo Ren couldn't do it, Han would have done it for him. Hmm. Fascinating. Because you don't, you don't actually see Kylo Ren stab him. You just see you the lightsaber see turn... Him thru- you don't... Yeah, you just see you the lightsaber. See the yeah, you just see the lightsaber turn on and then go through Han. That's all you see. Mm. So it's possible. It's entirely possible, but we won't get to explore that for another two years. I think. Yeah. No, next year. No, it's coming out in twenty seventeen. So next year. Yeah. So a year and eleven months. Yep, it wouldn't. Well, I mean, it's kind of technically two years because you know from when the first movie came out, but you know, it's close enough to two years. Well, that's why I said a year, a year and eleven months. Yeah, but okay. Well, there's there's not really anything else Star Wars news that I can nope. find unless some video game news came. Oh wait, yep, there is. Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens was announced. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. And if you've ever played a Lego Star Wars game or a Lego game of any capacity, then you know how fucking fun they are. Yeah, I have the uh, Harry Potter ones. I, I have Lego Marvel. I, cu- I couldn't play it for a while because you need a controller to play the Harry Potter one. And I didn't have one at the time. And then I started you, playing it and yeah. then I dropped out of it. <laughs> I have Lego Marvel. I want to get Lego Marvel Avengers as well, but... I used All in due time when yeah. I actually have money. Legos, Legos, <laughs> Lego Star Wars is fun though. I had, Le- yeah, I had one of them I think for PS3 before I got rid of it. I, I had Lego Star Wars two, 
Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga, which was 1 and 2 together. And then I also had Lego Star Wars 3, which included, which was just the entirety of The Clone Wars, which uh. was the movie and the animated TV show. I actually Along with Lego Indiana Jones, but Han Solo just appeared as a bonus character in that. I so. actually have... Because uh, they're on Steam. Mm-hmm. I have them on my wish list. Where is it? Yeah. Star Wars, the complete saga for 20 bucks. That's actually not bad. Yep. It's among the 17 games that are currently on my uh, t- wish list. Nice, nice. Alright, so shifting gears, this is kind of just a funny little news piece. Um, Back in the middle of January, uh, I think this was like the day after we recorded the last episode of the podcast, Um, there was like a Deadpool fan event, like a fan appreciation event, that was going to have like a Q&A with some of the cast. And first look footage. Turns out it was an actual entire screening of the movie in New York and L.A. This was through Vsauce, so you know the Vsauce guys. Yeah. So it was actually pretty pretty cool that this nice. happened. Uh, I believe Ryan Reynolds and uh, Stan Lee were there, too. At the L.A. one, I believe. Wow. Or the New York one. They were at one of them. Doesn't no. say... Uh, made a surprise well, appearance uh, at the New York screening. Uh, Deadpool okay. re- creator Rob Liefeld and Stan Lee attended the Los Angeles one. Okay, yeah, because I remember there was a picture of uh, Jake from Vsauce 3 uh, with Stan Lee. And uh, if you know anything about Jake from Vsauce, he's been dealing with uh, some cancer recently. And, uh, yeah, it was... Yeah, he's he's been doing better, but you know, keep keep your best wishes for him because you know he's he's a great guy. I've actually had a few uh, conversations with him on Twitter, and he just seems like a pretty cool dude. I don't. Um, know. I actually don't know Vsauce. Okay, it's kind of like it's kind of a more nerdy like sci-show, like geeky nerdy like sci-show stuff. There's three different ones. There's Vsauce 1, which is Michael, Vsauce 2, which is Kevin, and Vsauce 3, which is uh, Jake. Jake deals more with, like, video games and, like, comic book stuff. Vsauce 1 deals with just overall scientific concepts and weird things. And Vsauce 2 is more about, like, cool stuff people do. I don't know. Three different channels, fun times, um, but yeah. And moving on, so remember when Captain America decided to not be Captain America anymore, and the Falcon became Captain America in the comics? <laughs> yeah. Guess um, what? Steve Rogers is now gonna run away from his current job as advising the Uncanny Avengers and become Captain America again. Well, is he going to be Captain America again, or is he just going to... Uh, stripped of the super soldier serum that made him Captain America, and the mantle was passed to Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson, that was his name. Uh, uh, da, 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 While Rogers hangs out in an old people's home. 
You can read the full interview. Fortunately, Sam Wilson isn't going to lose the mantle or his iconic shield, as Marvel vet Dan Acuna has designed some spectacular new duds for Rogers and given him a brand spanking new shield that harkens back to the iconic 1940s look. Marvel's going to have two Captain Americas running around. Okay. But by my count, they have at least 100 Spider-Men, so it's not unheard of. Yeah. Well, that's right. The whole Spider-Verse incident hasn't been taken care of yet. Oh, no. Oh, that has led to some very, very interesting interactions. So January 19th marks the the 75th anniversary of Steve Rogers' first turn as Captain America. And with Captain America Civil War hitting theaters in March, it's going to be a good year for Rogers. Woo! And we also had that Captain America special on ABC a while back. Uh, It's still sitting on my DVR. I haven't gotten around to watching it because I'm a horrible human being when it comes to watching TV. I still still haven't watched... uh, No, never mind. Um, uh, So, yeah. I mean... I don't know. It's it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I I can't read comics because I can't afford them. Uh, unless unless someone's like, "Hey, you want my comicsology account?" Yeah, sure. You know, but yeah. Well, every now and again, the comic apps will give out like free issues, and I have to keep an eye on that. Usually, they're like. TV show or crazy weird tie-ins. There was one that was like a Spider-Man comic that tied into Harley Davidson or something. Interesting. Uh, I don't know. It would have made sense to have Ghost Rider tie into that, but I think it was Spider-Man. Uh, no, no, that was Spider-Man meets President Barack Obama. There was that one. That was a weird one. Yeah, I can imagine. But, I mean, it's not unheard of. I mean, Stephen Colbert exists in the Marvel Universe in some capacity. He's actually teamed up with Spider-Man. That's crazy. Stan Lee exists in the Marvel Universe. Even, what's even funny, going back to Lego Marvel, they have a Marvel Comics HQ in Lego Marvel. Marvel Comics exists in the Marvel Comics Universe. Meta, right? Yeah. (laughs) And I I actually, uh, I watched, um... Shit, Linkara's latest comic thing, like how you know, atop the fourth wall, and long uh, box of the damned. It, I think it, it is. It, it was uh, it was Marvel actually. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. That was funny. That entire episode was hilarious. I might check it out after this. It's like a half hour long, so just preparing you. Uh, I've watched hour long things before. But, yeah, so to the TV stuff, because uh, recently there was two pilots announced for ABC. Uh, yeah. Marvel's Most Wanted, which is that um, Mockingbird slash Hunter spinoff. And one that I found that was very interesting. Um, I forgot the name of it. I put it on there. Uh, um... Damage Control. Damage Control is kind of like a funny, funnier, more sitcom-y style. And it's going to deal with, like, the cleanup crew after the superheroes kind of destroy the city. Which, I mean, would have been funny as a Power Rangers spinoff, too. Just saying. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. Be like, oh, here we go again. Another monster attacking the city. <laughs> Fine. And all that. I'm gonna go but... on. I'm, I'm gonna go on a small tangent. There was a um, there was a fan fiction I read. It's got the weirdest name ever. It's called Of Love and Bunnies. It's really weird. I don't understand where the title came from. It's strange. And it was it was a fan fiction that took place right after Dino Thunder. Angel Grove okay. was was having another Power Rangers day. And oh no. They it was actually kind of funny. They they uh they told because it kind of revolved around the Dino Charge cast and uh, like Tommy found out and he's like I'm not gonna go but then the cast from Dino Charger was like oh come on go we want to see our predecessors and eventually they Dino Thunder? Dino, yeah, Dino Thunder wow the dinos man I'm telling you um, and so you know so they go back to Angel Grove and it's just it's this colossal meeting of like every series they even kind of throw in Cat Manx there like how she was somehow there in the you know was it two thousand four, because she was there to set up SPD. It was kind of oh, cool. That's right, yeah. And uh, I'm a. What was my original premise for this? Oh yeah, uh, they told a story of like something we obviously we didn't see. <clears throat> um, they were fighting Goldar, who grown who grew big. And somehow, oh no, that was a different story. But some they were fighting something, and like the Zords stopped working. And someone's like, "Well, we should contact Zordon." He's like, "No, we can't contact Zordon. We contact Zordon, he's gonna kill us." And and then all and then like, it's like this whole like yakety sacks type thing of them hooking up chains and ropes to certain Zords, and it's the Thunder Zords. So they're like, they've got like the Lion Zord connected to the. Um, what was it? The the unicorn and then yellows the griffin. That's what it was. The unicorn and griffin zords mm-hmm. and the lion zords pulling them. <laughs> you, the tiger zord I think was somehow or no the I don't remember. It was weird, but it was like this whole like parade thing and like the city was like, hey, the Power Rangers are having a parade. Go get the marching band. There's a marching band playing and walking in front of all the Zords going down the streets. They're all waving to the fans as they flock to the streets to watch the Zords go by. Oh, it's so funny. Hmm. Fascinating, fascinating. That's why I just thought of, you know, damage control because that's kind of what they were doing. Right. Well, this this news article is actually about um, uh, Most Wanted, and they've actually begun casting people for the pilot. So they cast uh, Delroy Lindo as Dominic Fortune. I don't know who this character is, other than the fact that he's a notorious treasure hunter and thrill seeker. Except this picture doesn't make him out to look be like a thrill seeker. He's kind of just standing there like, why did you call me to stand in front of this harbor? Why yeah. am I taking pictures? Well, he's probably Why rich. was I supposed to be dressing in a suit? Also, yeah, we, we also don't know if that's what he's going to look like. That's just a picture they that they used. And Unless yeah, that is he's... him. I don't know. Um, and, yeah, so... Stuff's happening... He's basically Nathan Drake from Uncharted for the MCU. Did they change the the race too? Is that was like that's supposed to be 
Dominic Fortune in the the picture with a white dude and Superman yep. like hair. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, recently, Lindo starred in Blood and Oil, um, and he's been seen in a lot of other things. And uh, yeah, Romeo must that's, die. <laughs> it's basically it. That's all. All that is for the fun Marvel stuff. You know, I'll, I'll give your friends at the Marvel Report credit. All they did was. ABC pilot, Marvel's Most Wanted, casts Dominic Fortune. And it's a pretty lengthy article about it. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, we tend to, uh, we have like a minimum word count that we try to hit. Yeah. And, uh, it, yeah, and a lot of these people write for other websites like comicbook.com, comic book resources, or other yeah. things. Me, on the other hand, I don't do anything except for Guardians of the Galaxy, which I forgot to put this on the holy news docket, but... Holy crap, I forgot about that. I it's coming I'm... back on the 21st. So it's moving nights. It's no longer on Saturday nights. It's going to be on Sundays, which means I can watch it live, which means I can have my review up, and like, other than the fact that I need pictures in my clever screen caps... Um, yeah, oh, I should. Nice. Yeah, so it's coming back on the twenty first of February. So if you're listening to this in March, um, I don't know why you're listening to this in March, unless for some reason John decided to procrastinate on editing. But I really doubt that. I've procrastinated before, but only like a day or two. I try yeah, not. To, I try not to take. You wouldn't do it for a month. Ooh, what's this? I found another news piece. I've only watched three episodes of the Guardians of Galaxy cartoon, and that was back in October. Uh, it got better. Um, well, it, was, it wasn't I'm, that it was bad. It was just, again, if I want to download something, I'm going to have to li- literally like do nothing and just download yeah. stuff. So. Um, but yeah, so that's coming back soon. Uh, my uh, editor Andy mentioned it to me. He was like, "So when do you when is Guardians of the Galaxy coming back?" I'm like, "I have no idea. Let me just look it up." Oh, it's coming back this month. Oh, all right. I'll mark that down in my calendar. But yeah. So now we're on to the more juicy section because these are shows that are actually on right now. But before we get to the Supergirl news that I was really hoping for, I found another piece of Supergirl news um, that also came today. So people who watch Smallville and are now watching Supergirl are really expecting Tom Wellington to... Or Tom Welling, not Wellington. Welling to play (laughs) Superman. To be Clark. Yeah. Because we've only seen his backside for a brief moment and seen his text messages. That's about it. But as it turns out, he seems open to the idea of uh, bringing back the man, like taking on the mantle once more, that which he was cool. opposed to a while ago. But I've I've seen stories about it. I didn't know because I know other people were mentioning you know Tom Welling to come back, but I didn't think it was actually going to happen. But if he's actually considering it, then that's it's cool. But at the same time, it's meh because. Yeah. Uh, 
Because it got me thinking. Superman right now is probably like 39, 38. Because if Su- if Clark was like 24 when uh, Kara arrived, Kara was like 12. Mm-hmm. So if Kara is like, say, 21, that's more nine- so her mid 20s. I would so, say so, leading more towards like twenty four. So, so yeah, so so if she's twenty four. That's twelve years. That's thir- that means Clark right now is thirty six. Tom Wellings is not thirty six. They need to find someone a little older to play to play Superman. As much well, as seeing Tom Wellings come back would be cool, they really need to go with someone a little bit older. Well, also the thing is. We don't really know how Kryptonians age, so to speak. So they could play it off as well. Well, Superman. Yeah. Well, I I do know he ages somewhat normally because I don't know what it was from, but I saw recently footage of a cartoon that has to do with uh, DC. It was they were all. It was uh, Wonder Woman, Superman. And Batman, they were all old. I mean, old. Like, um, uh, Clark had, like, still the black hair, but he had, like, gray, like a gray streak that kind of, like, went from the front to the back that was just over the ear. Wonder Woman had dark gray hair. Um, keep in mind, this was all, like, just normal, like, kind of civilian forms. And, um,. Batman, see, I keep forgetting, Bruce. Bruce was in a wheelchair. And then, like, something happened. And Superman ran towards the quote-unquote camera, pulled open his shirt, and trans, you know, turned into Superman. Uh, Wonder, Wo- uh, Wonder Woman did her spin thing to put on the uniform. <laughs> Bruce hits a button on his wheelchair, which essentially turns into armor and allows him to run. So sounds like a Bruce thing to do. So <laughs> I I, I want to say that because it's the different atmosphere and all that type of stuff, they, he ages the same as everybody else. Okay. So if he does, Clark is thirty six years old, thirty six ish years old, and having Tom Wellings, who is, I think he's thirty. How old is Tom Wellings? Tom Welling would be in his thirties. I'm, I'm looking that up because if he he might be around the same age. And there's this wonderful thing called uh, makeup. That is not the team. That is not the Wellings I thought it was, or is it? It's oh, Welling. Yeah, Welling. Okay, yeah. He is 38. I take back everything. He can play Superman. <laughs> Was he on Small- when was he on Smallville? From like the early 2000s to like 2010. Uh, the, was- the series ran for almost 10 years. Or a little over 10 years. Smallville, 2001 to 2011. Yeah, 10 years. Okay. So. Apparently awesome. there was a Bizarro in Smallville, which I didn't know was a thing. Hmm. I haven't watched this week's Supergirl, so, but I haven't. I don't watch Smallville either. 
I watched some of Smallville. Kind of have a little too much on my plate. The one time I caught a snippet of Smallville was the episode where the Green Arrow showed up and yeah. Speedy. And Speedy was... She... This was a she, so it was not Thea Dearden. It was Mia Dearden. Different character entirely. But she was played by an actress who was on another show that I was watching at the time. Ah. And the guy who played Green Arrow went on to be... He was also in the Aquaman pilot for the TV show that never got picked up. Hmm. That would have been a fun show. I saw the pilot. Yeah. One of my friends had it, and I'm like, okay, I'll watch it. Sure. But continuing on with the Supergirl news, and sort of related to The Flash... Um... Well, actually, not sort of. Really related to the Flash. We're finally getting the damn crossover that we've been wanting for it's since happening. day one. It's We're finally happening. getting aliens in the Flash. I feel like with this hat, with the cross, we're getting a crossover between Supergirl and the Flash. The Flash is going to show up in National City. Um, I feel like with this, it opens the door for everything else, like. It opens the door for possible, like, National City inside of Legends of Tomorrow. You know, could they get an older Kara? You know, when they cast... If Tom Welling becomes Superman, could he show up somehow? You know, they're, they're casting a younger Superman. Could they have gone back in time with Legends of Tomorrow to meet the younger Superman and help take down an enemy that was trying to help Vandal Savage? You know, there's just so many more opportunities now that it's like... It's like the door people have been trying to open for a few years, and now finally the door opens, and everybody's like, "Yes, so many possibilities! We can go through the door now." You know? Yeah, it definitely does, and it also opens up opens up probably the funniest moments with Diggle. That's all I really care about. He's like, and I was just starting to get used to magic and metahumans. Yeah, as he now sees gotta... as he sees Hank turn into Martian Manhunter. And I thought I was already used to the status quo. <laughs> and then he gets to see a flying female alien with a giant ass on her, st- <laughs> on her chest. And he's probably going to throw his french fries then, too. I would love it. Just for, like, she she lands. You, you just kind of, like, if it was, like, a casual thing, like, again, like, he's eating something. And then just, like, she lands. There's, like, a boom. And then he just looks, and he's like, I'm done. And then just, like, throws up whatever he's holding and walks out. <laughs> <laughs> I've dealt with magic, I've dealt with metahumans, I dealt with super soldiers, and now aliens. Come yep. on. <laughs> Would make for something very interesting, but we'll see. Right now nothing's known. Uh there is a there was a date. I think March twenty eighth. March twenty eighth, yeah. Oh yeah, it is there. Uh, okay. Yep, March 28th. So we've got... How many days? Basically uh, a little 20th. over a month. Yeah. Yep. So, speaking of Supergirl, we're gonna quickly talk about uh, the two episodes. Not this past week's episode, but episode 10 and 11, when it came back from its like two-week hiatus... Yep. To sort of match numbers with Flash and Arrow. 
Um, so the first episode was the Toy Man. So we got to learn more about Win and his whole daddy issues. And, and how and how he all of a sudden has turned into kind of a jerk. Not gonna lie. <laughs> well, it kind of makes sense because it's like my dad still wants to talk to me, and I just want him to go the hell away. Take he throws he throws blade yo-yos at people. What kind of father does that to people? And he basically. Wynn sort of disowned him and was like, uh, he stopped being my dad when he killed all those people. He's still not my dad. He's still trying to talk to me. And, yeah. Um, so, it's really just kind of buggy with uh, Supergirl in that episode, and she ends up having to use her breath to sort of suck in the poisonous gas from their first meeting. Also, who laces quicksand with thermite? Really? Thermite? Um, he kind of has, but back to Wynn, he sort of has this slight romantic interaction with Kara. They kiss, she pulls away. It's kind of awkward. Um... It's, it sucks for, for Wynn. Because he is madly in love with her. And she doesn't feel the same way. And uh, eventually... Wynn's kidnapped by his dad. And uh, Supergirl comes in, saves the day. Except there's a bunch of bombs at the comic book convention. And uh, Kara has to think quickly. So she just sets off the fire alarms and freezes the water to sort of protect everyone from exploding teddy bears. Really? Who who puts explosives inside of teddy bears? Come on. And then with episode 11, um, i trying to remember what that episode was. It's been a while since I've actually seen it. So give me a moment. Oh, it was the White Martian episode. Okay. Um, so, there's an anti-alien rally going on. And uh, the DEO show up to sort of just protect her, blah, blah, blah. And a White Martian shows up out of nowhere. So, for those of you who aren't really in the know, if you, see, if you saw the episode, you're kind of more in the know than most people. But Mars had two different species of aliens, or Martians. The Green Martians, who are, you know, Martian Manhunter and... And the like, and then you have white Martians, who are sort of who lived underground and sort of breathe fire and are kind of nasty. If you watched Young Justice, you would learn that McGann or Miss Martian is technically a white Martian, but she was a child when John Jones found her, so he took her under his wing. And together they are the last two Martians in existence. But this episode, uh, Hank sort of freezes up when he sees the White Martian because he has, well, he basically has post-traumatic stress disorder. And um, he's just sort of frozen and the Congresswoman is taken away. So she's taken away 
and then they sort of find her, but it's not really her. It's actually uh, the, the White Martian, again, because reasons. Um, I think John's back. Yeah, I'm back. Sorry. Dinner called. That's okay. That's okay. I was just getting into episode 11 of Supergirl. Um, so this also had to deal... There was a second secondary plot dealing with Cat um, Grant's son, Adam, who was referenced a few episodes ago. And uh, Kara helps Cat and Adam sort of reconcile their differences, and he then goes on to ask her out. Not, not his mom, but Kara. Also, Wait. James... James that, was is episode, that was episode 11? It's the White Martian episode, yeah. Oh. You missed uh. the entire episode 10, so... Talked about Toy Man and Toy Man being a douchebag and... Did I? But, yeah. I, did, I, I have not seen 11. Okay. Well, it so. deals with the White Martian... So watch that episode, John, before you actually listen to this part of the discussion. Because I kind of <laughs> spoiled some fun fun little tidbits. But, um... Then we... In the DEO, there's this awesome alien fight between the White Martian... Uh, Martian Manhunter and Supergirl. It's an all-out alien brawl. And, uh... You know... Shit happens. Uh, shit happens, shit happens, and they event end up catching her after Kara convinces Hank not to kill the White Martian. And the White Martian is now in captivity. I don't actually have a name for the White Martian, so I'm just going to keep calling it the White Martian. White Martian, White Martian, White Martian. Not to be confused with a White Russian. That's the drink that the Big Lebowski drinks all the time. <sighs> and, uh, the real... Congress lady comes out and says, you know, not all aliens are evil. Just just most of them. Uh, <laughs> and, um... Oh, I forgot to mention last episode, Lord finds out that Alex and uh, Kara are sisters because Kara shows yeah. up and is still in her for superhero some, costume. Yeah, for some reason she just decided not to take off the superhero costume. And Max is spying on them. Uh, but we still have no idea who black eyes are. That was really black trippy. Eyes? Yeah. Oh, that happens in episode 11. Huh, I missed. Well, that also <laughs> happens in episode 10. Hold on. Um, I forgot. But... It was a couple weeks ago. And then at the very end of the episode, Kara's watching the news eating ice cream with uh, Alex. And then Supergirl's on the news for some reason. And that leads into episode 12, which I have yet to watch. But it's it's the Bizarro episode. Yeah. It's episode, just Bizarro. Ep episode 10 is where Hank helped Kara, right? At the, at the, yeah. at the very end where it was Kara and Supergirl together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I don't know if you mentioned that or not. I didn't. I totally forgot about that. And yeah. it's like, yeah, I don't that know why cool. I thought you were Supergirl. You guys have different hair. Or See, something. Like, when when I first saw that, I wasn't. Sh I knew it was Hank, 
but I didn't know which one was Hank. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm like, okay, which one is who? It's like, is she playing Supergirl or is she playing Kara at the moment? And then afterwards, I was like, yeah, okay, it kind of makes sense. She would be Kara over Supergirl because, you know, Hank can fly with... Or should I say Jean? Jean can fly. Yeah. So, that that was that was your Monday night DC programming. And yep. Tuesday, we've got The Flash, which I haven't watched this week's episode either, but I know it's the I beginning. Have. I know it's the beginning of the Earth 2 sort of saga, which leads into the two-part Earth 2. Welcome to Earth 2. And uh, Escape Earth 2 or something like that, where we finally get to see Killer Frost and Deathstorm, which has led for some very interesting theories about what happened to Ronnie. Because some people speculate that Deathstorm actually absorbed Ronnie, like of Earth One. Yeah. So that's interesting. But I thought I thought Deathstorm was going to be Ronnie. It might be. We we don't know. I don't know personally. I'm not that much of a psychic, but um, we have another speedster cast for the Flash. So what does that make it now? We've got the Flash, Reverse Flash, Zoom. Wally West, Jesse Quick, Jay Garrick, uh, that other one that I mentioned, who was a metahuman, who uh, well, zigs, uh, well, Ricochet or something like that. Don't also, uh, I don't know if it's happened. Don't forget, uh, was it Hector Zolomon? Oh, Hunter Zolomon. Hunter Zolomon. Okay, yeah, that was another Reverse Flash. So that's that. That's eight, eight right yeah. now. This is number nine. Yep. Uh, and, the Flash and, casts but Allison Page seen, as Eliza Harmon. We've or, only also... Well, there's so many Flashes, but we've only actually seen three. We've seen Reverse Flash, Flash... Oh, four, technically. There's the two Flashes, Garrick and uh, Alan, and then Reverse Flash and Zoom. Right. You know, we've got Wally West, who doesn't have the Flash powers, though he does like going fast, so, you know. Then you've got Jesse Quick, you know, and then you've got this one, you know, so it's essentially just four, and then the other five names are just kind of throw-out names. Be like, hey, remember this guy? Yeah, he's not actually going to be a speedster, but, you know, here's the name. But... Um... This one is actually going to be playing her comic book character in the show. So she's going to be Trajectory, which is another speedster. Um, how? Good question. Because I actually have an action... I have a theory, but I can't say the theory, because the theory spawns off the latest episode. We will get there in the next episode, because we're doing another episode next week, so we can finally... Because next week's the anniversary episode, right? Oh, is it? I think so. (sighs) Episode zero, folder was created the 14th of last year. So it was created on Valentine's Day. So technically speaking, if we record next week and it gets out... We can put it out on Sunday, which is the 14th. Then it'll be the one-year anniversary special? Yeah. Okay. That 
because I do feel like we should finally be caught up after next week. Um, yeah. Things have been just hectic lately. <laughs> mostly because of me. Which is but, school, which makes sense. Uh, yeah, I'm in my second week of school. And it's... Yeah, let's just say I haven't really been sleeping much. <laughs> me either. Uh, sleep is for the week. I mean, I did just drink coffee last night at 8 o'clock, and I didn't get to bed till about one thirty, And oh, then had my... to wake up at 6.30. My sleeping schedule was all messed up and when we went to go see uh, Star Wars. And uh, it was pretty much not right. And then I have some leftover codeine from when I was sick. Oh, it's like no. a liquid syrup. So I took like a table, like a teaspoon of that, which is the normal dose. Knocked me right the fuck out. It was great. Right. Okay. So going on to finish with this, uh, the episode title hasn't been revealed yet because she's going to show up in the sixteenth episode, and we do not know if she's going to be a reoccurring guest character. But hopes are that she might stick around because there's zero female speedsters right now. Mm-hmm. Um, because Jesse Quick has not expressed her powers yet. Um, yeah. What did he, well, to be fair, her name's, you know, uh, crap, what's Harry's last name? Wells. Wells, yeah. So, technically she's, you know, Jesse Wells. Harry just calls her Jesse Quick. So we don't even know if she's going to get speedster powers. It's just you know, um, a name. Again, it's just like Hunter Zolomon. It's just like a name <laughs> reference. We don't know if anybody with the Flash's original name is going to get powers. Wally West. We don't know if he's going to get powers either. Um, though, I think it was said when Jesse Quick was announced that she would be. It just wasn't clear when. But we'll see. And the last bit of Flash news. Uh, descriptions for the Earth 2 two-parter. Welcome to Earth. Uh, has everyone... Um, uh, when Barry, Wells, and Cisco journey to Earth 2 to rescue Jesse from Zoom, Barry is stunned when he runs into Earth 2's Iris and Joe. But nothing prepares him for meeting Killer Frost and Deathstorm. And meanwhile, back on Earth-1, Jay has to take over the Flash's responsibility when a metahuman geomancer attacks Central City. And then episode, the second episode, Escape from Earth-2. Uh, on Earth-2, the team races to find Zoom's lair and asks for help from the most unexpected source. Meanwhile, back on Earth-1, Caitlin rushes to perfect Velocity-9 so that Jay can stop the Geomancer. Remember Velocity 9, the drug that gave Jay his back his spirit, uh, not spirit, speed, Yep. when uh, Wells had the bullet in him after Patty shot him? Because reasons? Ugh. Can we all just uh, yeah. take a... Can we just all just go, ah, now that Patty's gone? I'm like, kind of bummed. I don't like... I'm kind of... I'm kind of I, I won't lie. I'm kind of bummed because Barry handled that situation very, 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 very poorly. But at the same time, Patty was doing nothing for the story. Also, she sort of handled it in a worse way. Oh, yeah. 
So I'm actually kind of happy to see her go. Now we can move on. Because, again... I'm glad the character's should... gone, but I'm kind of bummed the actress is gone. Because the actress Oh, yeah, is I, can, I can cool. agree with that. I can agree with that. Um, but, like, these shows just have way too many relationships. It is not needed. Like, I, I feel like the, the creators of the show were like, we have to go back in all of the history of this show, and we have to figure out how many people Barry Allen was in a relationship with... And then we're going to make him do these in, like, two seasons. And it's like, really? That's a lot of relationships. Because, I mean, yep. in, in Flash, so many relationships. Arrow, so many relationships. Even in Supergirl, he, she has the crush on James. Okay, well, he's in a relationship, so I can't be with him. That because that well, Wynn has a crush kind on of a her. Love and then... Yeah, and then Wynn has a crush on her, and then... Spoilers, Adam. they go on a date in the new episode. So, I mean, it's like, holy shit. <laughs> Can we stop, please, for two seconds with the relationships and actually do story? That would be great. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Um, but, yeah, so, Earth 2, we'll see, uh, we'll see, we'll finally see the power couple at their finest. We'll see fire and ice at their finest. <laughs> uh, that's always fun to say but now that we've finished up with the news episode 10 and 11 so yeah I can't remember anything that happened other than Wally West likes to go drag racing yep um Francine died oh yeah Francine officially is dead yep and uh, Iris forgives her. Um, Patty leaves. Pat, She's yeah. in the process of leaving through both of these episodes. And in the process, she finally figures out who the Flash is. Barry doesn't tell her. She's just kind of a bitch about it. Um, yep. Well, no, Barry... Um... Patty officially leaves. Yeah, but as she's on the train leaving for Keystone, she calls him up and is like, help, 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 there's a gunman on the on the train, blah, blah, blah. And there wasn't. Yep. What a bitch. I will admit that was smart, but at the same time, it's like, wow. That, you just took advantage of that. It's really low. Uh-huh. Two. Um, but we have the reverse flash come back. And Cisco like did his old vibe thing. He got new vibe goggles, which he really needs to name. Uh, he almost didn't exist for a moment. Yeah. That was because he fucked the timeline up so much that he started just vibing himself well, out no, of reality. He didn't screw. He didn't screw up the timeline. It was because they had Eobard in the the chamber. Mm-hmm. They weren't sending him back. They stopped him from going back. Thus screwing up the timeline. Which and would because... have ultimately fucked the timeline up completely. Yeah. More so than erasing him from existence. Yeah, so what the so that's the reason why the timeline is fucked up. It's got nothing to do with Cisco. It was fucked up because they didn't send Eobar didn't go back when he was supposed to. Yeah, so when they it would ultimately back, that's why it fixed Cisco. It ultimately would have collapsed the timeline, and because Cisco is now the essence of time, he would have just poofed from existence, and that wouldn't have been fun. Mm-hmm. But we get another scene. I'm trying to remember what else episode 11, uh, episode 10 had. 
Because episode 11 was Return of the Reverse Flash. Do I have that one? Keep in mind, people, if I miss stuff, I download them. So I've got a couple episodes on my computer. Shoot me if you want. I don't care. Season 2 episode. I have episode 10 on here. I did not have... Wasn't episode 11 the one that just aired? No, episode 12 was the one that just aired. Okay, yeah. Episode 10... Um, Google, work! God damn it. <laughs> Potential energy. Okay, so... Oh, the turtle! Right. This was the first episode with the turtle in it, I believe? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, and then the Reverse Flash was episode 11. Yeah, Reverse Flash was episode 11. Sort of teased at the very end of episode 10. Um, but, yeah, so Barry wants to tell Patty, but doesn't know how to go around, go about it. Does Ends up not telling her because he's like, you know, I don't want to put another person I care about in danger. Um, and can we the just Flash stop, takes on the turtle. Can we just huh. stop for a second and realize that the the same thing that Harry, not Harry, that Barry has been saying how he doesn't want to do anything, he doesn't want to get a relationship because it puts another person in danger, blah, 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 blah. And then this whole thing, oh, shit, I can't talk about it. Damn you for not watching the latest episode. <laughs> Sorry, I was in class till 10 p.m. last night. Because <laughs> something so, happened in the new episode that pretty much just destroys everything he said in that episode. Uh, <laughs> like, right. like, like, literally, this episode was huge. Something big happened in this episode. Actually, a couple I will watch it when I episode. can. I will watch it when I have a moment. But, yeah. So we have the turtle who literally can just, uh... turn everyone's kinetic energy into potential energy, thus freezing them in... in basically what feels like time. But sort of like the Roid Mutes in Drive, when they did the entire world slowdown. Yep. That was how it happened. Like, everyone just froze in place. But time still moved at a normal pace. <coughs> <coughs> okay. You're I'm good. good. Yeah. Um, so they capture him after Barry does his ult. I'm going to run to the other end of the city and then just sprint and punch you in the face. Because... I, I, I love that. That was good. Because reasons. And then at the end of the episode, Harry goes into the uh, into the containment pod where the turtle is and kills him. Yep. Extracts something from him in order to use his uh, DNA, which plays a part in episode 11 where Wells is messing around with Barry's DNA and the turtle's DNA, and he puts the turtles in Barry's and it like causes all of... Barry's uh, cells to stop moving as fast. And he's thinking that's his way of slowing Zoom down. Because the last one didn't really slow Zoom down too much. 
more so just kind of made Barry a broken mess. Uh, <laughs> it was, but uh, we had the reverse the, flash comeback. It was the turtle's frontal lobe. They actually had that next episode. Caitlin said that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the reverse flash comes back. It's his first time... Well, technically, it's his first time, but his second... It's Time travel's weird, but they really <laughs> did... They did make good sense of it in this episode to sort of mm-hmm. help... It helped me explain to John another show's <laughs> time travel problem. Yeah. Because he's just like, I don't get any of this. I need pictures. And I'm like, just watch The Flash. They have pictures I, all the time. I am a visual learner. I'm not going to lie. I don't do well when it comes to like, like reading and learning. If I visually see it, I take it in better. I was going to draw the diagram for you, but Wells did it so much better than I could have. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it explains that even though technically the reverse flash was erased from time when Eddie killed himself, it only mattered everything else that happened is a fixed point in time. Nothing else could have changed. Yep. Because because timeline, split timeline, nonsense. And all this fun time travel who's what's it that I'm not going to get into because I could spend an entire podcast episode talking about it. And no one wants that. You can make a special episode out of it. I could. Or I could just make a YouTube video about it. Because <laughs> hmm. then I could do drawings and stuff like that. It'll be fun. <laughs> I'm a little more excited for it than I thought I would be. But in the end, Barry helps Reverse Flash get back to his time. They do the whole running around the... Uh, the particle accelerator thingy again to open up the wormhole and then Barry just like uh, shoulder Shoves checks him, him shoulder checks him in and it's like bye of course what Cisco said earlier on in the episode was uh, by far the funniest um, because it's sort of a meme right now he was about to close the door on Eobard and he's like bye Felicia and yeah. if you get the joke Which I, don't, I don't get the meme I don't even know where it came from Neither do I, but it it it's funny because I saw straight out of Compton, and there was a scene that involved that meme, and it was pretty funny. Also, it's really interesting when it's said to Black Cat in the Marvel universe because her name is Felicia. So like, bye, Felicia. But yeah, so. We'll get to episode 12 and 13 of The Flash when it happens. Or just 12. I'm not sure. 12 next week, probably. Yeah. As sort of the anniversary. So that way we can keep the Earth 2-parter together. Earth 2 2-parter. it or something. I can, but I'm going to be too busy. <laughs> really, my, my, my hands are tied until Wednesday afternoons. Where wow. I can catch up on TV. Even though I have Monday afternoons to catch up on stuff too, but there's nothing on up until that do you, point. Do you bring your laptop to school with you? No. 
I'm only at um, school for the times I have classes, and then I go home. I'm not there okay, well, long here, enough to bring it with me. Here's a suggestion. Keep your laptop on when you go to school, and if you have to, download the torrent. So when you get home, if you have time, just turn it on. I already you know, do that. If, if you were... Oh, okay. <laughs> I already do that. It's just that I don't ever really have time or motivation to do it. Because, once again, I'm in a mil- I'm doing a million different things at once. Whether it's watching TV, watching another show, or reading articles, or reading stuff, or... Well, also, don't forget, if you're watching another show on your computer, you can actually download it at the same time. Oh, yeah, no, I, I can. And... It's usually how it is. I'm not watching it on my computer. I'm typically just watching it on my Xbox because I put everything on my hard drive. Ah, okay. But, yeah. So, Arrow time. Uh, I won't lie. I've seen one episode of Arrow this year. <laughs> okay. There's only yeah. really one I've, piece. Yeah. I've, There's only... I've seen episode 10. That's it. There's only really one piece of news that is specifically for Arrow. The other piece of news sort of ties into Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I'm going to save that for that. So we get the first look at the live-action Vixen with the costume and everything. I am not going to try to pronounce her name, because I butchered it last time. And it's just the last name Megalin, especially... Megalin Echikunwoke. Done. But that not, might not be the correct pronunciation. That's how I'm saying but, it. Yeah, she's scheduled to appear in the 15th episode of this season. So it's not going to be too long. Um, but the picture here actually looks really cool. Um, and I, I can't wait. Because we're bringing an animated character to live action. We've brought live yeah, action cause... to animated... And now it's the other way around. Well, yeah, I mean, because you know, because as soon as it came out, you know, there were people like, "Why isn't she in the real show? Get her in the real show!" And it makes sense because um, they actually had Grant Gustin and Stephen Amell do the voices of their characters from the animation. So to well, they had everyone. Bring, they had everyone yeah. voice their yeah. characters. So I mean, to bring her to bring her to live action really is not that difficult. No, it's just they had to find an actress, which they did with the voice actress. Yeah, and I love... And to be I honest, love... I'm pretty sure that's what they were already planning in the first place, so... It uh, is entirely possible. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, suck it, I do, I do love that when it came when it came out that she was going to be it, and everybody's like, Oh my god, her hair is completely different. Why isn't the suit the same? And it's like, just... Why? Why are you complaining? Because you can shut up. It's like people... <laughs> Upset about another announcement that's later on. Yeah, let's just say I hate Tumblr and social justice warriors. Yeah. Uh, but with the Arrow episodes, we've got sort of a fillery episode, and then by far my favorite episode of the season, next to the Constantine episode. Obviously, Constantine is going to make everything great, but yeah, episode ten dealt with stuff. Um, 
I can't remember, so I'm going to look it up again because it's, I. It's a, it's essentially the episode where uh, Arrow, or you know, the the character Oliver wouldn't go to see. Uh, Felicity. Felicity. There we go. He wouldn't go see Felicity, and everybody kept asking her, asking him why. It's like, I have to stop. I have to stop dark. I have to stop dark. But everybody's just like feeling that he doesn't want to see her in the condition she's in. That's essentially the entire episode. Okay. And then we find out that she's not the one in the grave, or she is, and Oliver's hallucinating. But nope. I doubt it's not. I doubt it's the latter. I can tell you who I think it is. Felicity's mom. That's a running theory. My theory is Lance... Or Dark finds out Lance is actually helping Queen and kills the mother to get back at Lance. Well, also, supposedly, this episode that's coming out today... We're going to finally meet Felicity's dad. Hmm. Um, Andy, my editor over at the Marvel Report, also the uh, one of the main hosts of the Flash podcast, where we got that Flash news from, uh, mentioned that uh, mentioned that I should stay tuned today. Which, if I could watch it live, <laughs> I would. I don't know if I can. My TV set's been acting weird, so every time I change the volume, my screen turns black when I'm watching normal TV. But when I'm playing my Xbox and watching stuff on my Xbox, it's fine. But, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Uh, Okay. So, that was episode 10. Oliver's like, I need to beat Dark. I need to beat Dark. Dark's like, I've got magic. I've got magic. (laughs) You can't touch me. Ha 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 ha. Basically, that that's just how I imagine Damien Dark is at every single moment. <laughs> You're paraphrasing. Oh, I'm definitely just paraphrasing. Because <laughs> most of the time it's him catching the arrow midair and just throwing it back at Oliver, and Oliver is like, ah, damn it, not another arrow to the shoulder. You should have shot me in the knee. It would have been funnier. It might, it might have. I mean, if they didn't mention it and they just kind of got him in the knee, then like the memes would start up again. But, <laughs> uh, but by far, episode 11 is uh, one of my more favorite episodes because it's a diggle. and Well, it's mostly a diggle episode, but it's a little bit of a Felicity-focused episode. I mainly cared because of diggle. Because diggle. Uh, not just, not just, uh, John Diggle, but also Andy. Yeah. And I really like the actor who plays Andy. He's, uh, also been on Bones and a few other shows that I watch. Yeah, I recognize So, him. um, yeah, it was a fun time. Especially, like, with the flashbacks, because the flashbacks did not have to do with that godforsaken island. I'm so over the freaking island. Can we move I'm so on, over the flash. I'm over the flashbacks. I'm tired of them. Like, the flashbacks are good in some cases. Well, like... Mainly this I, one in the Constantine episode flashback. 
But like, I, I, I feel like the flashbacks are going to amount to something. It's just like the journey to get there that's annoying. The journey is going nowhere at yeah. this moment. But we do figure out that Ryder is uh, sort of connected to this shadowy organization from this episode that I can't remember the name of. Um, that deals with the guy who I remember seeing in NCIS Los Angeles a few times. Um, again, I just see people and I'm like, I remember you from this TV show. I don't know who you are, but I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. Um, Oliver adjusts to a new way of life, so he's basically helping Felicity out because of the whole wheelchair thing, which for the most part is permanent. Most part. Because yeah. I'm seeing a headline uh, Okay, quick side note. Team Arrow takes on a villain known as The Calculator tonight. Wow. It's Felicity's dad. Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm glad that this isn't one of the ones that Cisco named, because I would be upset with Cisco. I I want them to mention it to Cisco, just like you know, like just like uh, Oliver just mentions it, and all, you know, just like off passing or something like that. He's like, yeah, remember like the time we faced, you know, Felicity's dad, and he called himself the Calculator, and then you just have Cisco go, that is really? such a horrible name. I could come up with something better than that, you know, or something like that. And I just feel like it'd be a cool passing joke. <sighs> Oh, Cisco. Uh, yeah, Cisco's a fun he, time. He, he did it in the latest episode, too. It was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but it also, Roy is back this upcoming week, and as it turns out, it looks like Felicity might be beating her paralysis. I'm not going to say whether or not it will happen, because that's spoiler. I mean, in the flashback we saw, she was, I mean, obviously she was sitting inside the car, and there was there was just no sign of like a crutch or a wheelchair or anything like that. But they could have easily fold, you know, fold it up and put it in the the trunk or something like that. But you know, yeah. But back to this episode. So these guys infiltrate Argus and blah blah blah. Dig- the Diggle Bros must team up again to save the day. Amanda Waller gets shot in the face. That was fun. Yeah. And I saw, after that episode, I saw headlines on places where, like, you know, kind of of like main character from Arrow dies. And I'm like, wow, they killed someone off already? And then it's just like, oh, Amanda Waller. Okay, that's not really, you know. And people are attributing it to the Suicide Squad movie and she needs to go because she's in that. But honestly... It was the same thing, you know, with Marvel and Quicksilver. Or, how they got rid of Quicksilver from Ultron because or he's in the Deadshot. Movie. Deadshot, or Deadshot and Arrow. Deadshot and Arrow, yeah, that one too. The Suicide so. Squad in general in Arrow. Have we seen anything yeah, from Deathstroke true. recently either? No. Granted, that's because Manu Bennett is doing the Shinara Chronicles on another channel, so he's not available. He's doing the Shinananana Chronicles, as some people <laughs> like to call it. Shinananana. Yeah. So the Diggle Bros save the day. 
and Team Arrow does. Diggle makes Felicity proud by uh, hacking a TV. And she's like, <laughs> way to go! And we also get the, by far, next to the peacock feather in episode 5, the funniest little jab at DC with um, Oliver's Nick, Oliver's code name for Felicity, Overwatch. That's a common name for, you know, the handler of a mission. Overwatch, yeah. you, you know. But he's like, I would have called you Oracle, but that name's already taken. And then the comic book world exploded. <laughs> for those of you who really aren't in the know, Barbara Gordon, not not the one in Gotham, but her daughter, Barbara Gordon, it's a complicated story, um, became Batgirl, and the Joker shot her. Or someone shot her. I'm, I'm sure it's the Joker. Um, and she's paralyzed from the waist down like Felicity is. And so she's in a wheelchair, and she's back in the Batcave, and she basically becomes Oracle. Someone who helps out the team with intel and all that. Basically, that's what Felicity does. Felicity is Arrow's Oracle. And so, the, so fact, that's the overall look at everything is that some people are trying to say that Batman is a thing in this universe because uh, the Oracle was mentioned and taken, and then one of the first few episodes, I think you told me, Sean, that someone mentioned Gotham. It might have been a mispronunciation because this was back in the Flash. Was it in it, Flash? I'm not. Harrison Wells mentioned either he said bad men or Batman, but we can't be for sure what he said because it yeah. sounded like he said both. But it's just sad that Gotham's going on and nobody wants any part of it. The it's only like, way just... it would cross over is the whole multiverse theory with the Flash. We would only see a Flash crossover. If anything. Well, I mean, it would be possible to see a Green Arrow one, too, if, like, they were teaming up and went or something like that, you know? Well, the thing is, I don't know how, if Barry can take people with him when he crosses time stream, space-time continuum nonsense. It hasn't been proven or unproven. Because it always... Every time he's gone back in time... It's been well, not every time. There was the one time he went back deliberately for his mother. Every other time it's happened, it's been a complete accident. It's because he's accidentally broken the space-time barrier on him by himself. Yeah, which, which proves again, the fact that he can be faster than Zoom. It's just yeah. he has to push himself to that limit, and that's what this entire season is trying to do for him: is push him faster. Yep. Also, probably because Barry needs to, like, chug an energy drink and eat one of his uh, protein bars that has roughly 100,000 calories in it to sustain that kind of energy. Yeah. Which that has yeah, that has yet to be mentioned in the series, other than that one little quick nod to it at the very beginning of the series. Kind of... <laughs> every, once I, if I remember correctly, once they mentioned the energy bar, the first thing that popped into my head was Yoko from GoBusters. Basically, yeah. That's the first <laughs> thing that popped into my head. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised that you would have thought that up. But, yeah. 
So the day is saved. Diggle. Then the Diggles go back to the Diggle house and Diggle have Diggle house. dinner. Diggle and have Diggle dinner. Diggle dinner. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. But yeah, that's Arrow. And last but not least, we get to the last part of DC TV. Because yeah. we have one little bit of DC movie news. Um, Keep in mind, it's been an hour and a half already. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> We're almost done. That's, that's, a, that's, like a, that's a half hour longer than we normally go. Dude, we had a three hour podcast, our second podcast in. That's true. And we've gotten, like, what, two weeks of stuff, and a lot of stuff has happened, especially now that the TV shows are back. So much has gone on. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So there's a little bit of Legends of Tomorrow news. Um, kind of cool news. Kind of tied to Arrow, as I mentioned earlier. Stephen Amell is going to play a future version of Oliver Queen. From hence why I titled. Why, hence why I titled this section in our news. The goatee cometh. Also because that was a live stream that Stephen Amell did on his Facebook page. Yep. But this is also where we're going to get Connor Hawk. Where we mentioned him before. Uh, originally he was um, Oliver Queen's son. But this time around he's not. Yep. So... In 2046, Stephen Amell, he's going to be playing Oliver Queen... Missing his left arm and sporting the goatee. Yep. Hmm. As a nod to the character's appearance in the seminal Dark Knight Returns. And basically every iteration. The goatee Mm -hmm. iteration. Yeah. He had it in Justice League Unlimited. And in Batman Brave and the Bold. And in Young Justice... And I'm pretty yeah. sure in all of the DC animated movies he's shown up in as well. Which, actually, I'm glad you brought up Young Justice. Um, if you're, if anybody listening is interested in the DC cartoons, recommendation: uh, watch Young Justice all the way through, or not Young Justice, um, Justice League all the way through, Justice League Unlimited all the way through, and now both seasons. Are of Young Justice are now up on Netflix. Sweet. And there has been slight rumors that there might be more of Young Justice. But in really? order... I, I thought Cartoon Network canned it. it, 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 it. <clears throat> they canned it. Okay, I, I, I listened to this podcast by Yuri Lowenthal and John Roca, who are voice actors. They had the guy who created Young Justice, who was good friends with these two, on the podcast. They said the reason why is because... I think they said it was a combination of toy sales Mm -hmm. and just money. They didn't have the money to run it anymore. And that's why Cartoon Network stopped it. Was because they weren't getting enough money to run the show. So that's why, <clears throat> when he said that, he said, "Because Young Justice is on Netflix, watch that because it counts. They take numbers from that. Uh, buy DVDs if you can. Buy toys. Don't get them. Don't get them off eBay because no no money goes to the company from that. 
Do everything you can. If you want Young Justice to come back, go to YouTube. Go to Netflix. <clears throat> Marathon the shows. Tell people. Watch the seasons for the shows. Tell people that you want to see more Young Justice because I do. And I've I've already put my two words out there after I re- after I listen to the podcast. And I've I already do. watched I've already watched season one and two of Young Justice. But now that both are up on Netflix, I am definitely going to be rewatching them, and I highly recommend everybody do it as well. Same. And in that same vein, <coughs> uh, I re- I mentioned that uh, the Teen Titans show Titans was canned. Um, yeah. Not exactly. It's not going to be showing up on TNT. TNT sort of was like no we're done with it but possibly it still might be a potential thing in the future kind of possibly needs to go on cbs that way you can have two shows on cbs and two shows on cw well technically three with legends that is true um and then uh also there's a dc animated movie coming out this year um, so, something Justice I realized League versus Teen Titans. Something else I see you didn't put on here? The what? new Justice League cartoon. Did you not know about that? Fuck, I forgot about that. I did know about that. <laughs> yeah, there's a new Justice League cartoon coming out by the same people who were doing Teen Titans Go. Oh no. They've said it's going it's not going to be animated the same. Okay, but good. The biggest news out of it. Mark Hamill is back as the Joker, and Kevin Conroy is back as Batman. No way. I'm not joking. Dope. That is happening. So, and there, there was a picture of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. And like I said, the animation is completely not what it was in Justice League and Young Justice. It is more, like, childish? But it is not the same type of animation from Teen Titans Go. Yeah, Teen um, Titans Go I've... is more of a kiddish version of the original Teen Titans. This yeah. sort of reminds me of Batman Brave and the Bold. It is not like that either. It's because... reminiscent of it. Not exactly, Cause, though. Because, uh, um, from what I can tell, if I knew where to get an article for it, I would. I don't know if it's on Ace of Geeks or not. I'm not sure. Um... But it's. I think they said it's going to be targeted towards the same demographic as Teen Titans Go. I'm not sure if that means it's going to have the same level of just ridiculous stupidness to it or not. But the biggest, the biggest thing that came out of the announcement was uh, Conroy and Hamill coming back to totally the voice. Totally forgot about that. So, I'm glad I remember. Okay. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, so, oh, there's some promo images for tonight's episode. Eh. Nah, I don't feel like doing yeah, that. I, I, can't, I can't wait to see Amel and all the makeup and stuff with the gray hair and the goatee and the missing arm. and. Yeah, that'll be fun. That's going to be great. And... The last bit of Legends of Tomorrow news is... Well, they've... I mentioned that Jonah Hex was coming. Uh, they cast him. It's Jonathan... Sheik? 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 That's what I'm going to say. I don't know. But he's going to be Jonah Hex. Also, 
in tandem with that, if you've been keeping up with the DC Comics uh, ins- uh, Instagram page, you might have seen five pictures that have been teasing like the Easter eggs that are in uh, in the in the time ship. Not only the obvious of Jonah Hex's wanted poster, but we've also got four other characters that may appear or that are probably going to appear in Legends of Tomorrow at some point in time. Are these villains? No. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know any of these characters, to be quite honest. I don't either. Jonah Hex sounds familiar. Well, the thing is... But all of these other ones... I all five of these either. used to... All five of them used to be part of the Just Society, so they're not villains. Justice okay. Society of America. So this is back in the golden age of superheroes, prior to... This is like Jay Garrick era. Superheroes. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Cause, well, yeah, I kind of figured by Sergeant Rock's helmet, how that's essentially a World War II helmet. Mm-hmm. And then the gas mask, that really looks like it's from... Are you my mommy? Yeah, that's what, that's what reminded me of. Oh, Every time I see mommy? a gas mask, wow, that's all I can think of. But, yeah, that's all... So if you've been keeping up with that, it's there. Um, I sort of posted this picture privately. I might post it publicly later. Because I did a good sort of photo editing job of it. Oh, this is what you did? Yeah. Oh, that's good. I thought I thought you got it off a website. No, this is me. That was yeah, all me last fooled, night. Like, fooled the hell out of me. <laughs> well, yeah, because I needed six pictures to do this, so I took the Legends of Tomorrow logo and put it in as the sixth picture. Yeah, that works. But, yeah. So, and the last bit of news for this section, at least, I hope so. Um... The Wonder Woman movie. Uh, so, for those of you who were keeping up when Legends of Tomorrow was about to premiere, there was uh, a special on the CW for DC movies. And in that, Kevin Smith and I think it was Berlanti? Priceberg? Guggenheim? I don't know. It was one of the. No, it was Berlanti. I think. I don't know. It was one of them, uh, along with uh, Kevin Smith, you know, the very famous, not-so-famous filmmaker, Batman, self-proclaimed Batman fanatic. Fat man! Yeah. Um, mentioned, like, they showed off the, like, a, a brief clip of the Wonder Woman movie. Not really a trailer, more so like a brief little clip of her. Um, Can I... Throw something out there. Hmm. I'm going to start off by saying I'm not sexist. Okay? I'm not one of those people that say, you know, you're too thin, you should eat something. I'm not that type of person, but at the same time, Gal Gadot is too thin to play this character, to play Wonder Woman. There's no muscle mass to her. She looks she, she looks like she'd be a runner-type athlete, whereas you need more of a boxing-type athlete. And no, I'm not saying Ronda Rousey should have been Wonder Woman. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you need more of that type of physicality to do what she does. And I just feel that she she doesn't have the, the, the muscle line and all that type of stuff that I feel you need for a Wonder Woman. And here's my counter-argument. Uh, she's a demigod. So, even though she may not look like she can do what she does, the fact that she's a demigod is enough for her to do it. And 
the comic ver the comic and the animated versions of her depict her as such, as how she looks, not with those like beefy legs that Superman has. Well, no, I'm not saying you have to look like Superman, but I I don't know I I, I also feel like the cop out of she has this all of this strength she doesn't have to look strong I I don't agree with that because again look at Superman he can lift a truck. You're gonna say he has, you know, you could give him the same physicality of like, I don't know, Seth Green. Have Seth Green be Superman and just have the <laughs> the, the cop out and saying he's Kryptonian. He can lift anything. Kryptonian physiology. You know, it's well. I mean, just look at Kara. Kara, I believe, has yeah, she's pretty much on par with Gal Gadot. That's the way I see it, anyway. Yeah. Like, like you, you want someone who I could see would be a fantastic Wonder Woman? Uh, I forgot her last name. You would, she, I think she was up for the part when Wonder Woman first came out, but she couldn't. Uh, Jamie Alexander would be perfect for Wonder Woman. In my opinion, she would be perfect for Wonder Woman. But obviously, again, she can't because she plays the the Lady Sif, Lady Sif from Marvel. So, I don't know. I might get hate for it. I might get called names for it, but I don't care. I stick, I stick to my guns. Yeah. But we get our first little look at the Wonder Woman movie and a little bit more of her in action than we do in the Batman vs. Superman trailer. There's also another Suicide Squad trailer out, but uh, we've been going on for a little longer than... We normally do so that's pretty and much not, it all and i'm not particularly fond of suicide girls so suicide squad suicide squad yeah suicide girls are an entirely different thing yeah that's an entirely different podcast <laughs> with an entirely different rating it's also you know a little more x-rated yeah but i think then uh that's a good stopping we point take- for now we take break after hour and 46 minutes. Yeah, I believe so. And then I have to come up with the horrible... I have to do the horrible struggle of figuring out what I want to do for the music in the middle. <laughs> I might do something like Justice League music. That might work. It's post-production. You're post-production, theme so... Theme, theme song to Justice League. That's what it's going to be. Awesome. So prepare for the Justice League. I do League pre-production, music, so. you do post-production. It, it's worth That is true. We are a team. Exactly. I mean, I already came up with the episode title. It's cool. beautiful. Don't tell me. just in case. Don't, don't say it on air just in case it changes. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. There's no reason for me to okay. say it. Okay. All right. So we'll be, we'll be back after the break with Japanese stuff. Woo!
we are back, people. And at least we think so. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we could have accidentally ended up on the island of illusion again. Oh, island of illusion. I mean, at least we're not we're not in that crazy cutthroat survivor game with the rest of the Power Rangers, so we're good. Yeah. If you don't get that, go listen to Ranger Command's recent episodes. Please. They're funny. I have to. I might today, I'm not sure. Um It's four hours of goodness. Four hours, ah, oh, that's a long time for them. Yeah, each episode was like two hours each. <laughs> but on to the news! Yes, we shall cover some Japanese stuff before we get to the American stuff. Starting off Because the American stuff is way more fun. Starting off with Sentai. Which I will admit... With the new Sentai. I will admit I am actually up to date on both Japanese shows. Well, sort of. I've watched the latest two episodes of Ninja, And I've watched all of Ghost so far. Uh, I haven't watched this past week's Ghost or Ninja. You are just behind on everything. Oh, duh. <laughs> like, do you know me? College! This is the reason why we pushed this... It, this is the reason why we pushed this episode to this week instead of last week. Yeah, it's true. But, so, we've got... Okay, well, first, uh, yeah. The villains for Dobutsu Sentai Juoger. Yes. However you spell uh, These it. are the Death Galians. These are the villain. Yeah, however the fuck you spell it, because I, don't re- I didn't realize there was an O, or a U, or a G, or even an H. Well, sometimes people, you know, sometimes it's just Z, Y... U A or U O G E R. Sometimes it's J Y U. So, because we say the way it's pronounced is that it's it's. I think it's supposed to be like Juoger, like Juoger. But we say it. Or most people say it as Juoger, like Ju Ranger, or Zoo Zoo Ranger. Yeah, that one too. So, but I think the official spelling, but is what. Toku Nation has? Yeah. So, we've got the Death Galeons. The vicious aliens who attacked... Who? Well, actually, there's a typo. So it says, who attached the animal's hero's home (laughs) dimension of Zooland. Curse you! Uh, Just attached. (laughs) Who posted this? Was this, uh... Oh, it was Paladin. Never mind. I can't go on Twitter and harass Kickback for fucking up. We can harass him for oh, well. not finding it. Um, yeah, but it's okay. So these uh, Death Galeons are supposedly the participants in a vicious contest known as the Blood Game. Remember that description for Ninja Steel we got? It being like a, a game yeah. show? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. That is kind of funny. After 99 su- successful Blood Games, they've selected Earth to be the home of their 100th hunt. And it's basically they just hunt the entire planet until there's nothing left. Literally what the U.S. did to the bison population while moving west. And uh, what the world has done to the uh, was it the, the African black rhino, which recently went extinct. So 
Yeah. Yeah, so we've got four monsters here. We've got a purple cube monster. So he looks like he's from Cubics. His name is Azard. Or Azard, or whatever. Azard. There's the large-headed, large-headed creature, which kind of looks like uh, he just has a massive forehead. Um, he's uh, Kuval, or like Cubal. Cubal. That's, the green that's, female that who kind of, who kind of looks like a mix between someone from Akiba Ranger, Poissandra, and Metal Alice. Yeah. Uh, is uh, Nalia and the commander, the one sitting in white, which I'm not sure... Oh, okay, so I believe that is just one entire thing. So it's the person at the top in the white and gold, plus what was going on below it is just the dress, I guess? I have no idea. Um, he's the He or she's the commander, and it's Guinness, or Guinness. Guinness. Not to be confused with the beer of the same name. Which I've kind of wanted to try. Um, yeah. Oh, also kind of looks like a what's-her-face from Gokaiger. The green alien lady. Gokaiger? <sighs> oh, yeah! Okay, I know who you're talking about. The one who fell in love with... Uh, yeah. I, I want to say... The one who fell in love with Jake in Super Mega Force. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say the name is like Zarn... Something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. Insan. That's okay. what it is. It's Insan or Insar, okay. Insane, Insan, whatever. That's the Japanese. I version. don't know. Doesn't matter. Uh, so those are the Death Galians, and we've got new scans and powers and story details revealed as well. Um, the red Juoger is the only human. The other four, Sarah, Leo, Tuscan, Amu are from Zooland, or Juland or whatever. Um, they are drawn together by the artifact known as the Link Cube. So, Minecraft. Yep. Uh, it identifies true champions and gives them the power to transform and allow the Zoomins to obtain human form, although they retain some animal characteristics, you know, like the lion guy with the dreadlocks and such. Yeah. Each has a power-up known as Instinct Awakened, which brings out their animal spirits. Jungle Fury? Uh, yeah. Eagle gains wings. Tiger and Lion have large claws. Shark gains fins. And Elephant develops gigantic feet. <laughs> Sorry, gigantic feet. Um, and you also get excellent shots of the mecha in combat. And, oh, blue gets a fin. Uh, yeah, blue gets a fin because it's a shark. Yeah. And this series will premiere in Japan on Valentine's Day. And it's funny because people are comparing this to Geki Ranger, and I'm like, I compare it to Wild, you know, uh, Gao Ranger, because they all had the claws. I'm, I'm more so connecting it to uh, Jungle Fury, and then also Geki Wild Ranger slash Gao Ranger. Well, the whole animal, animal spirits, I just instantly think Jungle Fury. Well, the quote-unquote animal spirits from Jungle Fury is what they called Geki, which was the essentially an animal-type spirit from Geki Ranger. They just, again, they, they named it animal spirits for Jungle Fury. So, it's, a, it's the I same thing. I did not thing. know that. Yeah, it's the same thing. Because you haven't seen Geki Ranger. 
Because once again, I'm behind in the times. You're behind on everything. If it weren't for school, you'd be stuck yeah, back in no. 1990. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, we get look at all the different Jew King transformations. Juo King, not Jew King. Uh, we get to see the combinations and all that fun jazz. I mean, once we see it in action, it'll probably look better. Oh, the claws are too big. There's, a, there's like a gr- well, the tiger and lion, the tiger and lion claws are supposed to be ridiculous when they're in their powered up form. Yeah, because if you look at the uh, the group shot, Juoger Instinct Awaken mm-hmm. picture, it just looks ridiculous. Like. Uh, Yellow's claws on the ground you can actually see are bending because the hand is that close to the floor. Hmm. Then the feet on green just look weird. Yeah. And then the last bit of Sentai news but American Sentai-ish news. That's weird to say. Uh, yeah, that's why I said Sentai-ish news. Uh, Shout Factory is continuing on with their Super Sentai sub-series of, uh, Kaku Ranger. Kaku Ranger. Uh, so, we had Ju Ranger, which was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and then Die Ranger, which was, the five of them were some other Ranger team in Super Mega Force. And then white was Mighty Morphin. Uh, and here we have the Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers from Aquatar. Yep. Of course, my problem is just the box art itself. It just says, before Power Rangers there was Super Sentai. And then in small letters at the very bottom, it has... The name. The team. Which really bugs me. But yeah. I haven't bought either of the other two. I... I mean, I hear Kaku Ranger is actually pretty fun, but I've seen a couple episodes. Again, it's it's you know it's all right. Again, I don't have time for any of this. Um, it's a ten disc set, and it'll be released on May seventeenth of this year for. A little under $55. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad considering how many episodes there are. Considering the licensing costs and translations and all that. But, yeah. You can pre-order it now on the Shout Factory website if you so choose. Yes. If not, I'm not stopping you. For more information, go to tokunation.com. They have an article. That's where we got all of this. That's where we got all of this, so... Toku Nation are good buddies over there. They do good work. Yep. Unless they accidentally, instead of saying attacked, put attached. But, you know, I'll let that slide. <laughs> Since it wasn't Jordan, Tom, Nathan, or Kickback. Yeah. Wasn't part of their starting lineup. Nah. Is Paladin. Someone else I don't really pay too much attention to. No offense, I just don't know them. If you're listening to this... Thank you for listening. We apologize but, for not knowing who you actually are. 
Yeah, sorry, I... Yeah. So, we're finally winding down that last little bit of Ninja. Thank God. Um, and it's actually starting to turn around a bit, which is kind of funny because it's the last, like, five episodes that are actually decent enough to consider the best episodes of the season. Yeah, like, I started watching... The episode that just came out, 46, and it started off... Oh, you haven't seen that one. I haven't seen 46. I've seen 44 and 45. Okay, well, it's... I watched 46, and it, it does a small recap of what happened at the end of episode 45 when, when they all transformed together. Mm-hmm. So it started off with that. I'm like, okay, apparently I missed something. So I stopped it, and I went and I downloaded 45, and then watched 45, and then 46. I told you to start from 45. Yeah. <laughs> 44 does go into 45 quite nicely, but you can kind of skip it if you need to. I didn't really need to. I just kind of wanted to. So. Yeah. 44 shit happened. Um, uh, Gabi Rizo fighting. I think this was just of the two. They're all melted together in my head. Gabi Rizo got into one of the big, like, steam, or, like, the one of the uh, pile driver masher thingy majigger. I don't know. Uh, Kiwimon turns out to be Gangetsu's son, actual first son, not Mangetsu. Uh, Gangetsu fights Gramps. Gramps is losing. Gramps is fading away slowly. Tells him he can't be the last ninja because Takaharu has to kill him. And he's like, why the hell would I do that? I'm fired up, but I'm not going to kill you. Actually, I don't think that was said. They said that he, they said that Takaharu and none of the other team had the conviction to be the last ninja. Right. Nobody. He. Well, he never actually said they had that you had to kill him to be the last ninja. It was they didn't have uh, the did, conviction to be the last ninja. And well, Takaharu was actually being tested by Grandpa, and he's like, he. Takaharu stopped right before he struck. Grandpa was like, okay, that was a fun little training exercise. And he's like, you don't have the conviction to strike me down. I had to do that to the last ninja before me in order to gain the power of the last ninja. And then Takaharu said something along the lines that the others wouldn't do... They wouldn't kill him either. So he's like, you do not have the conviction, blah, 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 blah. And then they all six of them were like, you know what? Screw Grandpa. We're gonna make our own path to be the last ninja. Yep. Just all six of us. We're just all gonna be one ninja. Just standing on top of each other. <laughs> With a really long coat on. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and something big, and some, because of that, something big one of the shurikens... One of the shurikens changes into a Aka Ninja shuriken, and then just out of nowhere, Grandpa has a Ichibanto and throws it to the dad. And then that this is fun. after this is after Kiwimon gets struck down, and the nintality from the dad is returned back to the dad. Was that like a plot line from a previous episode where they said that 
Kiwimon. Kiwimon, yeah, Kiwimon did take it from him at some point in time, which was why he wasn't able to. Okay. With one special instance where he, like, eked out the little last bit to help out Takaharu because Takaharu was in danger. I, I, I did see this that. This was, episode. like, this was in, like, the 30s. Yeah, I saw that. So episode. this was a couple months ago when this happened, and that's all blank for me. Um. Because I'm trying to just slowly forget Ninja's existence. He's like, I saw that episode, so that's why I was curious. I'm like, did this happen? Yeah, no, Kiwimon Kiwimon did steal... uh, Well, actually, Kiwimon now goes by Shingetsu. So Shingetsu stole Dad's Nintality. And then we had the three Akaninja transformation, which was actually pretty cool. Yeah. With the exception of Grandpa. Grandpa's just like, I'm going to stand in this ninja pose and transform into a ninja. Well, yeah, because he's or a ninja. last ninja. Yeah, it still would have been cool to see him like put the shuriken on as well and press the button and all three it's, of them just It was It was sort of like... Um, shuriken Henge. It, it was sort of like with uh, Koda who I, I think it was in the it was in the final in episode in the drive it, no, ghost movie I, it was in the final episode oh it was in the final episode yeah when he was fighting where he just kind of magically kinda, like, transformed he just kind of like threw a hand out and transformed straight into the uh, shogun form and it was like uh, okay. into Kiwami Kiwami yeah. RMJ I was like okay apparently he can do that now yet when he shows up for the well yeah he shows up for the team so up when he shows up like, for he actually like just waves his hand in front and the belt shows up and then he actually you know clicks the locks the arrow he does the 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 fruit, fruit basket, basket change yeah because the driver the Sengoku driver shows up with the Kachidoki lock seat already in it yeah and then he just kind of presses the key because there's two buttons on the lock seat. There's one to open the lock itself, which is for something else. Or when you're just putting it in the driver itself, which you can do. And then the other one's to push the key part out, and you just push that in, twist, and boom. Yeah. And then fruit basket! Fruit basket. Yeah. But, yeah. So that was the episodes. They kind of did the transformation, and then the episode ended. Yep. And then the next episode picks up with that, and, and shit goes down. <laughs> and we'll discuss that next week yep. when we discuss the finale. Hopefully. the the. Well, I mean, overtime's back up and running, so I think we, we should be fine. Well, I, they actually... So by the time we record again... They actually posted the links to their Twitter page. While the site was down, they actually posted a link straight to the torrent. Yeah, no. So that's how I got they it. They just... Yeah. But... Yeah, so next week we will be covering the Ninja finale and the penultimate episode and wishing it farewell and we'll never see you again until the Tokyo Ninja team up movie shows up and, and the that, eventual and the ev- Ninja Juoger team up. Yep. Actually, we don't know what the team up's going to be because if past experiences continue we might get a Juoger versus Super Sentai. In which they bring... Which might be more fun. Which they bring back, you know, they'll bring back a member of uh, Ninja, uh, Tokyuger, Kyoduger, Gobuster, Go maybe a Kiba Ranger. Gobuster, no, they won't bring that. And then uh, Gobuster, and then maybe 
people from Go uh, Kaiger, but yeah, maybe. Cause I can't remember what did they do for the thirty fifth. The thirtieth was Bokenger. They did a Super Sentai. The twenty Bokenger was thirty five. They did. Oh, that's right. They did one hundred ninety nine. They did the one ninety nine. Still a Gosager tie in as well. Yeah, it was Gokaiger versus Gosager one hundred ninety nine hero. One hundred ninety nine heroes. Right. So yeah, so I mean, you did a you did a live commentary track for it. So yeah, but as we as we have established, my memory sucks. <laughs> that was like a year ago, but so yeah, Ninja Summer Movie Dinosaurs. That that's basically all you need to know. Dinosaurs. Dinosaur becomes human, goes back to being a dinosaur, goes back to being human again. As you do. Yeah. Although the second time we turned into a dinosaur, it was the gigantic mech dinosaur. Yeah. It was interesting. We had the movie exclusive member of uh, Gengetsu's sort of royal house of evil dumbassery. No more dumbassery than any other hero. Or not hero, uh... Villain, villain, right? But still, it was a movie exclusive version, and I mean, we could go in depth about it, but I don't want to. Me either. To me, the most enjoyable part about the movie was the end, and I don't mean that as in like, oh ha ha ha, it's finally over. No, I mean the end, like the mech battle. No, and all that the dancing. Oh, the dancing, the dance. The that, dancing that was the best part funny. for me. Uh, I liked the Dinomaru. Uh, roid mute? Not roid mute. Roid uh, mute. <laughs> damn it! I'm looking now at you... it and I see the drive. I see drive. Yeah, now you're Fuck. doing it. I'd make these faux pas all the time. You just never call me out on them. Um, the uh, Otomune. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. It was very interesting, like, watching him do his thing. Um... Again, since we get the movies so late, we already know that Takaharu gets the transcended form, and Superstar Ninja happens, yeah, and Gekiatsu Dayo happens, and Lion Hao happens, and you know. It's... Also, can I? Oh, I, I can't talk about that either. That was on the new episode. Okay, I think we should just move on. <laughs> I've done that so many times tonight. I so... want to talk about this. Oh, I can't because you haven't seen it yet. So then we move over to Common Rider. With Hulk Dow Ichigo. Which also got a writer for the movie. For the uh, Common Rider Ichigo movie. Common Rider Hulk Ichigo? Yeah. Superhero Year Common Rider Ichigo. With his new. Uh, um. Bulk. I would want to say it's Heisei level armor. Yeah. Just too much. Yeah, a little bit. Just way too much. So we got we got uh, the teaser, online teaser, and the first look, and it kind of basically just looks like a military power suit. Kind of like something you would wear in Fallout 3. Yeah. Um... He gets a new bike, I believe, too. 
Yeah, what a, this is all from a new belt. The Neo Cyclone. Yeah. Which we're also fighting Nova Shocker. Can we just like finish Shocker off for once and like have them go away for like five goddamn minutes? <laughs> I also want to point out no, uh, now uh, now Nagasawa's back again. She's evil this time. Oh yeah. Whatever the hell that is. She's played uh, Hurricane Blue. She was also in an episode of couple episodes of Forza. She played a teacher. Uh, okay. She's Again, been in another. She's, she was in series that I haven't seen. She yet. was in Common Rider Double as a as a side character for for a two episode arc. So because you know Japan only has ten actors. It's kind of the same as Britain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the film will be directed by um, the same guy who uh, did both Superhero Tizen and Gom Rider Common Rider Gaiden <laughs> the first one I am losing my mind right now so Osamu yeah. Kanade I'm slowly just losing my mind again for some strange reason And then we have scans, which reveals the design of his bulky, 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 bulky armor. See, I feel like they've missed an opportunity here to pass on the Ichigo. Like, not mantra, the... Mantle. Mantle, yes. The Ichigo mantle to somebody else. Like, they could have, for instance... They could have redone the first and the next, and they could have had the actors come back to play those characters, because they were still the everybody had the same name, like um, <sighs> shit. What the hell was his name? Is it here? Oh, da, da, da. No, it just says Hiroshi Fuji, Fujioka. I forgot his name, but anyway, the actual character name of Ichigo. And uh, Hongo, Hongo Takashi. Thank you. the The characters from the the first and the next had the same characters as the ca- same character names as Ichigo, Nigo, and V. Oh shit! Loxy just came down from the sky. You mean my your my, tablet? My tab- yeah. No, that's that's the activation sound. Someone just activated a Loxied. So the Lox. The lock armor just appeared above, out of the sky. I would also like to point out, I read, I was reading some of the comments. Um, this is going to be for all of you Halo players out there. Looks like someone signed him up to become a Spartan. The armor kind of looks like that, you would, which you would find in a Halo game. Ah, uh, okay. It's kind of big, kind of bulky, kind of unnecessary. Yeah. Like, like I think the only rider to have anything that bulky in the Hesse era, as a main form, is Kabuto. Because Kab- yeah. Kabuto had the masked form, and then he oh, would transform, okay. and you do the cast off into rider form. And the masked form, the top was kind of bulky, but it was made to come off. Like you, you would do, they would do something with the Zector, and then it would all fly off. And it would be slicker, slimmer, uh, slimmer, slicker, sleeker, 
like most of the other Hesse riders. So, and unfortunately, okay. this doesn't come off. Yeah, and from reading this, Common Rider Ghost and Spectre will be fighting alongside Ichigo. Unknown if the other riders will re- re- will return. Um, probably not Wizard, because we want to forget Wizard. Um, or at least just the costume. Or, you know, maybe just a mayonnaise bottle being thrown at one of the Nova Shocker guys. I don't know. <laughs> just mayonnaise. Like, ugh, mayonnaise, what? Reference. <laughs> oh, mayonnaise. So much fun. And the last little bit of news for Common Rider. More ghost scans. The Himiko, Grimm, and Sanzo Damashi is revealed. Uh, next to join Ghost Arsenal is the Himiko Damashi. Shaman Queen brings a whole new level of power to Takaru. It's also really pink. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and Necrom's going to be getting two Damashi himself, Grimm and Sanzo, as well as you know his ability to take over other writers because that's just what he does also um, oh, okay never mind we have the image of common rider specter necrom damashi attacking ghost which uh, if yeah. you look at uh which scan picture is it ah it'd be scan february scan two yeah i believe so yeah. so it looks like it's going to be alan or Aran, whatever taking the Necrom and putting it inside of the the wrist thing. No, he yeah. he puts it in from the looks of it, he does it he puts it inside of uh Makoto's driver. Oh, okay, so he puts it in in the ghost driver. Okay. Yeah, he puts yeah. it in the ghost driver and then that's what turns him into it and it probably like accesses the the evil parts of Makoto's brain yeah. or whatever. Interesting. Can I just say, I oh. love Necrom sounds. Oh yeah, I saw the transformation on Tumblr, and I'm like, okay. Mega Udo old. It's like, oh, I love it, it's a deep voice. It's so good. Yeah. And last but certainly not least, three more legendary Rider Damashis. O's, Wizard, and Forze. Oh, it looks so awesome. I am actually really, like, I'm... I'm okay with all three of these designs. Oh, yeah. Like, all three of them look great. And something I love, and I think is hilarious, is the brain of Seji Takaiwa must be, like, going nuts. Because he has to play Ghost playing as another rider. And My favorite is when Spectre puts the Forze one on. He's gonna... <laughs> Because if you look, you see him yeah. do the, the space keto pose. And, I, and the last time we saw that, Takatora did it, and it was like, I'm, I'm not going to finish that. Yeah, he's like, Uchu Kita! <laughs> ah, see, I'm not going to finish that. <laughs> oh, Takatora, and, your tease. And it makes me question, like, who's coming back? Okay, so it looks like the White Magician is coming back for Wizard. Uh, Sagittarius is coming back for Forze. It's not a clear picture for O's. Yeah, I know. I can't tell. I was trying to think of... I mean, like... I don't know who would come back for O's. You haven't seen the season, so you really couldn't tell. 
He looks like he's wearing a cape. It looks orange. It's very orange, but that could just be the explosion. I'm gonna actually copy link location, paste go. What? Where did? Where the hell did that come from? Yeah, but the the Himiko one, Damashi is very pink. Very, very pink. I was trying to sit. I was trying to copy the image, but I can't. Damn you, Toku Nation, and your website. You're having issues with that? Because I was able to do that with uh, one of the later pieces. Well, because like I click it. Unless I do, I do it from here. Aha! Click open picture and new tab. Yeah. Click uh, copy image location. Oh, it's just the thumbnail. Because like if I if I click the picture and it makes it bigger, I right click. Oh, see now it is. I wasn't doing that before. It kept giving me a link. <sighs> Damn thing. <laughs> But yeah, so that's it for the news for Common Rider. So the two episodes of Ghost dealt with stuff. Them finding the icons again. Uh, one of them dealt with Takaru trying to get the uh, which one? the Ryoma icon to work. And it turns out the Ryoma icon possessed someone, and we find out that the icons can actually talk. Yep. And in the other one, we see Makoto trying to talk to Houdini and trying to get Houdini to work. And it involves him having to be crushed by a building in order for it to work, which I'm not the biggest fan of the suit design. Mainly because of the bike jetpack glider hoverboard motorcycle thing. Understandable. That kind of just looks like a butterfly set of butterfly wings. Yeah. To be honest. Also, Houdini is a fucking dick. He just had to earn it. <sighs> yeah... And not really much else happened that was truly important. Hmm. I mean, besides Alan... Slowly becoming Necrom, yeah. yeah. He does in the next one. Yeah, I know he becomes Necrom in the next one. I saw pictures, and the promo had it, but there wasn't really too much... Of major plot importance. And he's got an interesting mechanic. I won't, I won't say any more, but the, the mechanic is something I wasn't exactly expecting. Uh, okay. And then we also saw Surprise Future, the, you know, Summer Drive movie. Uh-huh. And, um... Actually, it was by far one of the best summer movies I've seen from a Kamen Rider series. You mean like the one that we did for the Let's Watch? Yeah. <laughs> so they all—they already know our our we thoughts. Saw, we, watched, 
Uh, we did watch Surprise Future together? Fuck. Yeah. Oh, That's no. right. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. I was thinking no. we did because it was... We got in the call while we talked about we got it. Into a, we got in the call for the last bit. The yeah. last We did Gaim Gaiden 2. Yeah, that's right. That's why it was messing so, with my head. Yeah, no. like That was why it was confusing me. Because we got into a call for like the last 25 minutes of it. Something like that. And this is the one that we were talking about where the Flash sort of helped illustrate how time travel works in a way that makes sense in Common Rider as well. Yeah. Um, it was actually one of the most, like, of the Toku Summer movies. It's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Like, it actually is good. I mean, the Gaim Soccer one was just goofy and it was entertaining, but it wasn't, like, good. It it makes makes sense, though, because that was the same year as, like, the the World Cup. So, soccer tie-in, obviously. Um, Wizards was just kind of meh. It's Wizard. And the, I mean, the uh, Super Sentai ones aren't usually that great. Well, no. I think that was the Ghost Ship one for Gokaiger. Yeah. Um, which was the one for GoBusters? Was it the Do- Dobotsu Sentai GoBusters? No, that was after. That was after? Okay. I don't remember what the GoBusters one was. That might have been decent. I don't remember. Uh, didn't see Kyoryujers, because I haven't watched Kyoryuger. Tokyujers was okay. Um, that was the the animal. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's kind of goofy, but it's Tokyujers, yeah. so it gets a pass there for being Tokyujer. If... And then the Ninjers was, well, you heard our opinions of it. It's just kind of meh. Yeah. Uh, some of the Rider ones are good. Like, um, the... But me only having seen three yeah, writer series. The Forza the summer movie was actually kind of cool. Um, okay. They actually go to space normally. Oh, good. And, uh... I was they, wondering when that was going to happen they, in Forza. They, um... <laughs> um... Shit. They have a new form. They mix... Uh... Forza normal... With meteors... So it's like a it's a combination of Meteor's power and Forze's power. Okay. But just you have to watch Forze to understand it. Like I'm not going to tell you like all the basics of it, but just the way they get I almost said the Loxie, the way they get the switch because that's what he uses he uses switches. Yeah, he uses cosmic switches. Yeah, the way he get the way they get the cosmic switch and how they get it to work is so stereotypical Forze. That's all I'm going to say. It's cool in an aspect of seeing the characters, and at the same time, it's kind of a just an overall kind of cool mechanic. But, yeah, again, just another thing you have to see. <laughs> yeah, it's on the list. I'm eventually going to be going through the Rider series, the Heisei Rider series, from beginning till... Uh, up to Forza. Probably, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rewatch Wizard. Yeah, you're probably gonna be going for a while because you're gonna be watching from Kuga up to Forza. But then you've also got to watch all the current stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff. To I watch. need. I need more time in my life. Yeah. Is what I is what we're getting to. 
Um, so, yeah. The Drive movie, though, it seemed, to me at least, of the three that I've seen, the one that actually made an impact on the story. Oh, yeah. Uh, because... Sometimes, sometimes they do kind of intertwine with the television show, sometimes they don't. Because the Gaim one did only in the aspect that we had the tie-in episode where Kaito goes into soccer world, and then yeah. Kota ends up going to soccer world, but it both just turns out to be hallucinations. And they don't reference it again until Jam shows up. Because yeah. that makes sense. Um, oh. It's Gaim. That episode, we kind of disregard it as the actual ending. Yeah. It's kind of just an extra filler episode that doesn't need to be there. It's tying up a plot point from a movie that, yeah. Well, not even that. It was like, the episode I feel was supposed to be Michi's Redemption. The problem was, the team-up movie, the crossover with Drive, could have done that by itself. It could be, you know, the world's under attack again. What are they going to do? And this is Mitchie's like, Kota's not here. I have to do something. And he transforms and tries to fight and tries to, again, get rid of those red mark as, uh, what the hell is their name? Natasha says from Avengers, she's trying to get rid of all that red on her ledger. That's what Michi was trying to do. Is he's trying to get all that red off his ledger. And he's trying to make up for it. But instead of doing mm -hmm. it in the team-up like they should have done, they had to do an entirely new episode for it. And it's like, really? There was a few other inconsistencies with Gaim that I've been starting to realize now. But I can leave that for another time. Mainly with the uh, Genesis Driver issues in the crossover movie. Yeah. Because they take uh, Ryoma's Driver and... Takatori uses it, but it still uses the Zengetsu Shin, because to my knowledge, the Genesis Driver has a suit associated with it. It's not associated with a DNA sample, which is how Michi can use the Zengetsu form, Zengetsu Shin form, and not be tied to Takatora. But that's a different discussion for a different day the next time I find another one of those logical inconsistencies because our beloved dinosaur rangers are back and apparently so is the yeti frozen monster again because why not reuse monsters yeah sledge has been officially killed um, so because, think. at least at this point, Poisandra, Poisandra says to Wrench, why don't you use the, the regenerator or whatever on him? And he's like, I don't know, it's so destroyed. Or something like that. Or something like that. And she gets pissed off at him and is like, I'm going to make you a bucket of bolts or whatever. I don't know. Villain banter, villain banter. Villain banter, basically. Also, we get to see more of the... Uh, What's her face from Mystic Force moving around in the massive villains that were released? Oh yeah, Lily's mom is hot. <laughs> Can I just point that out? By the end of Mystic Force, her power was gone. 
she couldn't turn into the vampire anymore. But now all of a sudden she's on Sludge's ship. Like, you think by now Lily would have been like, hey guys, can you help me find my mom? And then, oh hey, look, this place is under attack. We should probably go figure out what's going on there. And then that would lead to the mother. But again, that would be looking into it too much instead of just, hey, we've got the suit, use it. Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> it's quite sad, actually. You want to know a fun fact? Um, the guy who did the voice of Zeltrax is also the voice of Snide. Is he really? Yeah. Huh. That's cool. <laughs> so there's your Zeltrax connection. Yeah. They also took away his axe again and gave him a sword, but, you know. Well, that's what he used in uh, the big dino, dino team-up, so. Yeah. Because, again, if you if you didn't know, the suit they're using for Snide was from the gigantic GoBuster Kyojuger dino thing, team-up thing, movie thing. Yep. So. It's cool that we're getting a lot of original footage this season with it, though. Oh, yeah. And you know, people, I'm sure someone's like, it opens up the opportunity for a team-up. No, it doesn't, because it's not <laughs> happening. Because his name's not Zeldrax. Yeah. Or Neo-Zeltrax. If his name was Zeltrax, then yeah. But it doesn't because well, it's not. Well, because it's also not going to happen because, one, they'd really have to figure out what they would do for the Mighty Morphin team. You would obviously, see, like, I'm trying to think. Austin St. John would come back. Walter would come back. So, yeah. Uh, David Yost might come back. Um, he would come back if everyone else came back. Yeah. Uh, Amy Jo Johnson, again, one of those, like, maybe? But I would rather, have... yeah, I'd rather have Cat. Or Cat or Cat, one of the two. But Cat never actually had the dino powers. Yeah, she, she had did. The, she had the ninja powers. Same thing. Mm, no, because, like with Adam, Rocky, and Aisha, they had. The dino coins. Cat only had the ninja coin. That is true, actually. So it doesn't make sense for Cat to come back. Yeah. And then, uh, again, the biggest thing you'd have to say is, like, are we going to have the Yellow Ranger? And if we're It's going to have to be Aisha. Well, yeah, it would have to be it's Aisha. It's going to be Aisha. And then comes the point, what about Rocky and Adam? Yeah. So you might as well bring them in as well, but then have them, like forfeit the powers over to... Like, I, I feel it would have been interesting. It would have been an interesting dynamic to have all of them together. You have, you know, no Tommy. Not saying it's like, oh, because Jason David Frank. No, because Tommy had nothing to do with... The... Drago, Drago Ranger wasn't there. Yeah. And neither was Abare Black. Yeah. And... So, Tommy just isn't a blip on the map. Also, yeah. ASJ's there, so... You know, yeah, Tommy that, wouldn't. Actually, yeah, that's true. Jason Devin Frank wouldn't come in with a 10-foot pole. That's true. Um, I mean, you, you could have a scene where, like, you know, you have... not Obviously, you can't have the original five because of Twee Trang. But you could have the four. And if they want to make uh, Trini not dead in the Power Rangers canon, just say she couldn't be there, therefore Aisha goes... And then just again, you'd have to have the conversation of, uh, well, see, actually, that begs the question because Linkara made up, a, not made up, he came up with a really good theory saying the 
dino powers were destroyed, but the ninja powers were still there. So technically speaking, if they wanted the dino powers to be back, Adam, Rocky, and Aisha would still have their ninja powers. So you could have a scenario where the main four... I thought the ninja powers were destroyed. No, Along it was the, the dino. The, the dino powers were destroyed. The ninja with the powers exception, were not. With the exception of when uh, Austin St. John came back from Forever Red, because he his explanation was he took the Dark Red Rangers morpher and used it for himself. But that's semantics. Yeah. So theoretically, you could have them all together and. The dino, like the original four, you know, if you want to include Aisha, include Aisha just for completionist sake, who would join, like the the lineup, you know, the morphing transformation type thing, um, and then you'd have like Adam and Rocky using like you know their ninja powers to essentially what the Go Busters did in the movie. You could have Adam and Rocky do in the Power Rangers, you know, episodes, whatever. Fighting off, you know, the big... Well, this also begs the question, because technically, when Adam's powers were restored in Once a Ranger, they were the Mastodon powers and not the Frog powers. So, he would be having to give up the Mastodon coin... To Zach. To Zach. Which then begs the question, where's the Pterodactyl, Sabertooth Tiger, and Triceratops coin coming from? Because those there's three a, are gone. There's a simple explanation for that. Shut up, go say. <laughs> I feel like they would explain it. They would come up with something. Yeah. Now, maybe they could make Overdrive canon and be like, yeah, we talked to the Sentinel Knight and he kind of gave us powers back, you know? Well, or, Overdrive is technically still canon. Yeah. I mean, That could, event is still canon because they didn't retcon any of it. You could have them contact Gosei and like somehow you know pull a go get the Super Mega Force Rangers into the team up. There you go. You give them the keys, the keys transform them instantly, thus removing the need for having to explain where the coins came from. Or they get or they just get powers. You know, because that's what they did, you know, uh, because there was the episode of Go Kaiser where uh the three the main people. The, well, no, the three main uh, people from uh, uh, Hurricaneer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they came back for the special episode, and all they did was hand over the keys. They instantly transformed, but when they came back from that subspace place, they actually transformed the old way they did. Now, granted, that was for like fan service, but still, it would make sense that giving the keys to the rangers would give them back their powers and mm-hmm. then it they would have the powers you know it would be like an instant transformation they have the powers back and then they can like demorph and then later on they can morph again so it would make sense basically yeah see we're writing the story for you guys come on they're not going to dude spend the damn money not only would it be awesome for us older fans but the younger fans would love it too Sadly, they're not going to. But it is what it is. Um, But back to the episode discussion. 
<laughs> that we started like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, so the team's out doing their, like, everyone's back in their real life. Shelby's at college. Tyler's just standing on hills going, Dad, <sighs> where much. are you? Riley's doing his farm thing, and Chase is skateboarding with a new skateboard, which has a very nice design on the bottom of it, if I do say so myself. Impressing the ladies, as usual, in New Zealand. Yep. Ivan, Coda, and Kendall are back at the base at the Dino Bite Cafe doing their normal thing, and she's trying to hire new people. And what do you know? Heckle shows up. Uh, Coda makes a, has a good relationship with the postman. That was funny. I like that scene. That was that was heartwarming too. It's like you didn't just get one letter, you didn't get any letters. You got two. And he he looked down for a second, and then he just perked right back up. Because right, I think he said, "It's like I'm sorry, Coda, you didn't get a letter. You got two. And he's like, "Yes." You saw him like get a little depressed for a second, and then just perk right back up. Yeah. And Yoshi did a really great job just portraying that emotion. He's like, I, I can't read this. And <laughs> what did was he really actually, funny. Did he actually say that? Because it, it was more of just, he got the letters and then went inside and then... Ivan was reading them to him. Yeah. And Ivan's like, what's a businesswoman? No, Coda was <laughs> like, what's a businesswoman? I don't know, Sir Coda. <laughs> it was perfect. <sighs> and shit happens. The frozen monster, the freezing monster, freezes them in ice cubes, and blah 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 blah. Coda somehow managed to slip out of his clothes or his jacket. Just the hoodie. Just the hoodie to get out of being frozen because Power Rangers I- logic. When I first watched that episode, I'm like, why is he wearing a hoodie? That is so against what he usually wears. Like, he shouldn't be cold. What other reason would we wear a hoodie? And then that happened. I'm like, okay, that's why he wore the hoodie. <laughs> so they could have a hoodie ex machina. Yeah, so then him and Tyler do that, which is very interesting because they get out of the suits and they stay perfectly in human shape. Which begs the question how did they get out of the suits? <laughs> Again, there's a simple explanation for that. Yeah. And then they use the Dino Blaze charger, which because they didn't use beforehand, but it was retconned in when they... Because we finally get a Coda origin story, sort of. Yeah. How Chase and Kendall found him. Can I also point something else out? Hmm. With this freezing monster and Tyler, we don't know how he got away. Because the last we saw of Tyler, he was going to get in his Jeep, the camera was getting really close to him really fast, and then it cut to something else. Later on, he just slides down into the base. It's like... I think he just started sprinting. Like, it's, it's all I can think of, is that he just started running away. And I'm like, so then why not let us see him running away? Why not quickly do a scene of the monster blasting the Jeep, Tyler dodging out of the way, and then just running? Just Would watching it, him sprint as fast as yeah, he can. Yeah, I mean, really, you could have taken an extra, what, ten seconds to do that instead of just coming towards you and something else. Well, what happened to Tyler? Oh, you'll find out. And then he comes back perfectly fine for no reason at all. 
Because plot, that's why. Um, but yeah. I Rangers like that, get free. Like I don't I, I don't know what title you had for this episode, but it free, I think it really needs to be because plot. <laughs> but it but but because you didn't actually tell me what the other one was shit we forgot to talk about legends of tomorrow oh we did didn't we well that just throws out my entire oh yeah title idea out the window you skipped you we skipped over we went from jonah hex to wonder woman i bet it's because you had the links open and you went straight from Jonah Hex to the Wonder Woman footage. Yeah. I had the links open. Fuck. Yep. Okay. Well, you know, my bad. Well, next we'll week. Talk, we'll next talk about week. it next week. There's going to be a lot to talk about next week. <laughs> next week, I will initiate the fun title name. Use this it. one can be Because Plot. It's my alarm. Because uh, Arrow's starting in five minutes. Okay. Well. We don't have to stop. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. I can always download it if I want to watch it. Um, but yeah, they. We find out that Heckle and Snide switch using the power of the tattoo, and that Snide exists inside a pocket watch, which you can find on the internet. He's a fog watch. Yeah, basically. Sni- Snide confirmed Time Lord. Basically, um, um both. Heckle and Snide use their powers to disintegrate people, which is fantastic. Yeah. It's beautifully fantastic. Um. <laughs> and, yeah. That's pretty much it. I, they, mean, I mean, let's be serious. Nothing really happened in this episode. It's just kind of set up that the team is now back together. Prince Philip shows up within the last ten seconds. I got here as soon as I can. Xander's nobody really called far you. away. Because Xandar is really far away. Yeah. Um, also, the, the, another thing, one thing I did like about this episode is something you tend not to see in television shows. When the show was mm-hmm. ending, like, it was starting to fade out. If you watch, the actors start, you know, the characters or whatever, start to walk away from the camera. Like, they all, like, turn around and start walking over to start doing something. You never see that. It's always like, all right, we got a job to do, and they're all like, yeah, and then it fades out while everybody just stands there. You never see people like, yeah, and then turn around and actually go to start to do something. So, yeah, they end up finally defeating the freezing monster, which now we get a new animation for the Magna Beam since the ship's kind of just stuck on the ground. It just turns it up and then fires it into a satellite and fires it back down. So I guess we got the saddle lasers back. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Fire the satellites. And that's it for episode one. I mean, there wasn't really much to go off of other than the teams back together. Yep. And I think we're going to be seeing a lot more Philip. I think it's funny. Uh, Andre from Black Nerd Comedy, mm-hmm. he was so far behind, and people from Saban... <laughs> We're actually curious where his review episode uh, uh, shows were for the show. So he's like, even Saban is telling me to catch up. And it was funny. He made it to the Halloween episode, and he just highlighted uh, Kendall in the angel costume. <laughs> I'm like, thank you, Andre. We have the same interests. Mm-hmm. 
because Claire Blackwater is a gorgeous woman, and putting her inside of that, the angel costume was just so much better. She also sings, by the way. Does she? Yeah. Like, are we talking like... If we go onto her Instagram page, she has a short snippet of her singing. Also, How recent is it? Um, I don't know. But I also know for a fact that uh, James Davies also sings. He sings and dances, but that's beside the point. He's a singer, dancer, actor, blah, blah, blah. Oh, cool. Thank you, Hector David Jr., for posting a shirtless selfie. Claire Blackwelder. Um, a week ago. It's 15 seconds, but she's also a songwriter, I believe. Um, but, yeah. Following. Here we go. Oh. Come on. <laughs> also, uh, two weeks ago, she posted a picture of her wearing her purple, like a Purple Ranger shirt. Um, and she's like, this shirt has been sitting in the back of my closet for months, and I realized today that I'm finally allowed to wear it in public. Come on, load. Oh, there's another one from three weeks ago. Damn it, video load. That's the other one that she has on there right now. Yeah, I see the video. I wasn't going to do it because you started doing it. She's actually got three up there. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's a cool little thing we didn't know about her. I mean, yeah, so... That's it for Dino Charge at the moment, other than the one little announcement we have. Uh, remember in that like licensing expo thingy-majigger where we saw Evil Torin? Well, we're getting a toy of him, so you know what that means? He's probably going to show up in the show. Probably, yeah. More than likely. In recent years, they haven't been putting villain figures out that aren't in the show. They've been just putting out ranger figures that aren't in the show. So, go to Toku Nation. They have pictures. Don't mind me. I'm just following Ranger actors on Instagram. Okay. And we have a new piece of movie news for those of you who live under a rock of some sort and don't pay attention to the interwebs at all, except for this podcast. I doubt any of you do that. I bet all of you already know this. But... It's just interesting that we finally now have more than just the Rangers for the movie. We actually have a pretty decently big actress as Rita Repulsa. Elizabeth Banks, whom most people would know her as um, Effie from The Hunger Games. She was one of the 
um, announcers in Pitch Perfect. She's been in. She was in the Lego Movie. I don't know who she played in the Lego Movie. She was in the Spider-Man trilogy from Sam Raimi. She's done a lot of other things as well. Um, but she is going to be playing Rita Repulsa, and her post on uh, Twitter was funny, or Facebook was funny. She's like, yeah, that was ah, funny. after 10,000 years, I can finally say that I am Rita Repulsa, or something of that sort. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so now we have six of, like, what, ten major roles that need to be covered? We're still missing Zordon, Alpha, yeah. if there maybe is alpha. some of the... Maybe some of the other villains that are showing up. Goldar. Goldar. Scorpina. Oh, yeah, Scorpina's going to be in the movie, supposedly. It's funny. I watched, uh, again, Andre Black Nerd. He did a video on it. And uh, he he just kept making jokes about how all of the the main actresses from Pitch Perfect were going to be putties. (laughs) Andrew Kendrick as a putty? Yeah, he's like, I want to see Andrew Kendrick as a putty. And I'm like, make her... Make her... Scorpina, or um, um, Rebel Wilson as a putty. That'll be interesting. Oh my god! Why not? They have bigger people play the 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 shocker grunts. Yeah. Well, the shocker grunts are also wearing rapist masks, as according to a lot of other people. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we now have Rita Repulsa. I actually think it's a really good choice for casting. Because she has played such a variety of roles. I'm on the fence about it. Like, I'm not going to sit... Like, I will admit I'm not a big fan of Elizabeth Banks. Her comedy is ridiculously hit or miss for me. Like, her character from Pitch... I love the first first Pitch Perfect movie. And the worst parts about that movie is when she speaks. Mm, The character from that movie, I hate... And they, she's even more pronounced in the second movie, which makes it even worse. Yeah. But it's also a big name attached attached to it, so it's going to get a little bit more attention now. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah. going to pull more people to it. That's, 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 what, uh, that's what Andre was talking about, is how they needed, they needed that, like, that sonic boom to send the ripples through... You know, social media and Hollywood and stuff to be like, this movie is going to be legit, and they needed something that would do that, and this did it. And we basically because, have a year until the movie comes out. Yeah, because Andre was saying, he's like, I've seen people who don't watch Power Rangers, who have nothing to do with Power Rangers, starting to talk about the movie because of Elizabeth Banks being in it. And that's and, the kind of attention that this movie is trying to trying to get. Yeah. I mean, there are some people who are against it, against the movie. There's a lot of people who are apparently against Elizabeth Banks playing Rita Repulsa, saying it's whitewashing the role. And I'm oh, like, I love Excuse that. you? Have you seen I... the rest of the cast? Well, it's not even that. I, I stated this to somebody else. It's like, you're whitewashing it. She was played by an Asian. You do realize she was dubbed, right? By this, a white the, woman. The whole cast was Asian. Okay, this was her character was not originally made for Power Rangers. It was from the Japanese version. That's why she was Asian because and, the the character was played by a Japanese woman, and she was played when necessary for her to be played by an American actress was played by a Latina. 
Yeah. Who looked close enough to Rita? Yeah, they did that. To in be the pulled off. Se- they did it in the second season, and they, they did that in the movie. Yeah. And they just dubbed over her with Barbara yep. Goodson. So. Suck what at social justice warriors. I, I was going to say, what we're trying to say is, fuck you. I was just going to tell him to suck it. <laughs> suck it, fuck it, fuck you. I'm good. Either one. I think this might be a very interesting casting choice, and I can't. Now I'm really excited to see. Because see, also people think, well, you know, is she going to show up looking like she does normally? It's like, no, no, she's going to have makeup. Yeah, I mean, is she going to wear the same exact costume that was in the TV show? We don't know. But if probably again, if not, you, if you've watched the Hunger Games, look at the fucking outfits and the makeup she wore on that show or in that movie. That movie, like quadrilogy or whatever. Yeah, so I mean, you know, don't yeah. ba- don't base it. See, see, when I said I was iffy about it, it wasn't because of how she would portray the character. It's more of the past thing she was in. You were more concerned about the comedic timing with Rita because we know Rita is supposed to be a goofy villain. Yeah, she's not well, a serious villain. Well, cause see, that's it though. Cause again, I keep bringing up Andre. I hate, I hate going to other people's stuff to talk about our own, but it just happens. Um, he talked about. He's like, "Are we gonna get the campy version, or are we gonna get a more serious version?" Which essentially is the same thing you just said. But you know, that's it's it's the question: is that is she gonna be like Power Slash Rangers dark? Is or she going, is she going to be she, somewhere in between where we get a little bit of the, oh, I have a headache. Yes. <laughs> I want her to say it at least once in the movies. It's going to be movie. said at least once. There's going to be that one reference. Yeah. Or she's just, you know, even if she's like kind of serious, you know, she'd like sit down on the chair on her throne or something and just go, oh, I have a headache or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's just going to be like a throwaway line, but it's going to be like, ah, oh, she said it. She said it. You got your hair. She said it. You know. <laughs> Or it's going to end up being a deleted scene on the DVD. Yeah. But, yeah. So, more casting news as it happens. Um, it's at a standstill right now since uh, Elizabeth Banks was cast. Yeah. But I'm guessing we'll probably get another big name for Zordon. Yeah. You know? Let's just hope it's not like... Oh, what the hell is his name? The guy who played Paul Blart... Kevin James. Kevin James, you know? <laughs> Kevin James is Zordon. God. The King of Queens as Zordon. You know, you know who they need to get as Zordon? Oh, I don't I don't remember his name. Uh he does the voice of the yellow M M&M from the cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh he was no, in that recent he, he was in the recent movie with the drumming thing and he was all like hard ass and shit. Uh he did the voice of um the airbending teacher from Legend of Korra. Tenzin? You're thinking Who? of Tenzin? Tenzin's Tenzin, the, yeah. the, the, the Korra character, so hold on. Uh, now that I have a character that I can latch on to, I can search it. If I can find... Damn it, I don't have Safari open. Uh, let's see below. ba 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 da ba Casting characters. J.K. Simmons. J.K. You... Simmons would make an awesome Zordon. 
He he's would. got the voice. He's got the look. He's already you bald. Could, you, you don't have to you shave. You could him. have just said JJ Jameson from Spider Man. Honestly, that didn't even come into my head. Or the uh, farmers commercial. Oh yeah, farmers commercial. First thing that popped into my head was Eminem's. Yeah. Okay. So we got to get through this last bit of news because we're getting close to three hours. Yep. Um, this last piece of news isn't really so much for John. It's more so for me and all of you who are going to be in Pasadena this August. Um, we have more of an update for Power Morphicon. More guests. Um, besides having four of the Jew Rangers and uh, one Die Ranger. So we've got Tyranno, uh, Mammoth Ranger, Terror Ranger, and uh, whatever was it? Tiger? Tiger, Tiger Ranger? Tiger Ranger, yep. As well as um, uh, Die Red or whatever. Oh, Rue Ranger's going to be there. Yeah, nice. Rue Ranger's going to be there. Um, on top of that, Tanks we have Austin St. John, Steve Cardenas, Johnny Young Bosch, Catherine Sutherland, David Fielding, and Christopher Kamen Lee. So Can we I have... just say, hmm. the two biggest names on that list are Johnny Young Bosch and Christopher Kamen Lee. Because mm-hmm. Christopher Kamen Lee has not been to a Power Morphicon yet. And exactly. John and Johnny Young Bosch has been to I think one. He's also the world's most renowned voice actor. That's why because more, voice actors because it's pro- it, he probably hasn't been to a Morphicon because he's always had to go to another convention for voice acting. And any other time he's been there with other Power Rangers actors is because he's also there for the voice acting. So like a Comic Con. So he's there for his voice acting, but also because he's a Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. So it's, to me, since he's done voice acting, voice acting comes first. So if he goes to anything, it's going to be for voice acting. If it just so happens other Power Ranger actors are there, then he'll, you know, probably do something with it. Well, that's where his recent posts with Jason David Frank has come from. Also, Jason David Frank, for those of you who really want an update... He's currently just wearing all white and has grown his hair out. He is now over green. He is now white ranger appropriate again. Well, he did. They did that for Bat and Son because they've already, he's already done Green Ranger. So when they prob- when they did that, it was probably like you've already done Green Ranger. Put on the White Ranger stuff. Yeah, but again, Jason David Frank. I'm gonna never meet him if I can. <laughs> You know, do it. If I if I ever met him, it would be with power, so I can punch him in the face. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. But since Austin, since Austin St. John is going, Jason David Frank won't be there. So yep. Tommy fanboys, sorry, suck it. <laughs> Basically, um, also it looks like the Treforia triplets aren't gonna show up because I mean. Those they, those they will not show up to another convention. I'm calling ever it now. again. No, nope, they, they won't. are basically. They burned that. They burned that bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the meltdown of a century. Yep. But yeah, we got Catherine Sutherland. So we have Jason, Rocky, Adam, Cat, Zordon. 
and Andros. Andros. For the first time, we have Andros. More will be announced as the dates come closer. It would be nice you want, if you we want could to know get. The, um, you, you want to know the sad part about this? Hmm. Look at the dates. Scroll down to the discussion comments. The very first post, how it's got like all the dates and when, where's type stuff. Yeah. Look at the look at the when. What do those dates say? The twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth. You know what that thirteenth is? Huh. My birthday. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, and no. you know, you know, I won't lie. Ooh, this might be a good idea. Hmm. I might have to try to work on this. I'm gonna let you in a little secret. My mom the other day said, you're turning 30 soon. And I didn't bring this up. She brought this up. She's like, you're turning 30 soon. And it's kind of a big thing. Um, and she offered to pay for me and her, possibly my sister, to go to Harry Potter World in Florida. But, oh, this is too close. That's too close, though. Because all I can think of is maybe to talk her into instead of doing that get me to go out there for Morphicon but it's too close I feel if it was next year it would probably work oh but that'd be so awesome yeah to go out there for the weekend do a live in person podcast yeah Maybe next time around, we'll see. Well, cause see, not only that, but I'd be able to, I'd be able to, you know, meet the actors. I'd be able to meet the friends that I've met through, you know, through the fandom. And depending on how long I would be able to stay out there, I could meet other friends, you know, because I've got you know the Ace of Geek friends who lives in uh, uh, San Mateo, which I don't know how close it is to uh, Pasadena. I- don't know. But. But, you know. Like, if there was somehow a way for me to stay out there for like a week, that would be interesting. But, yeah. It was a thought. But, yeah. I haven't gotten my tickets yet, but. It's because I keep running out of money when I want to. Um. Because, you know, school and shit. Um, I'm hopefully going to be going. And I will do stuff. I'm not going... I can't go as press because, you know, we're not not big, to be quite honest. Also, we didn't... We haven't had a long enough consistency yet. Because you took a break after episode three... For a couple months. For what? Before we, before I came into the fray. Oh yeah. So there was a big gap. If there, that time was filled, I could have possibly applied for press. Because like, episode zero was February fourteenth. I don't know how episode one is June. Really? Not even June. It was July. 
July 18th. Mm. And then, oh no, maybe... Yeah, because according to this, episode 2... Oh, wait, hang on. Uh, no, okay, it's the 27th. Okay, so it was the 27th of February. Episode 2... Let me look at the properties. July 18th. Well, that ain't right. Oh, it's episode 2. Well, uh, what? Really? Did it really take us that long to do episode 2? Mm. Or was episode 2 mine? What the hell was episode, episode two? Episode 2 is still yours. So, February, okay, so February 27th was episode 1. Episode 2 was April 11th. Episode 3 was May 29th. And then June 29th, a month later, is when I show up. And then July 18th, August 2nd, August 16th, August 29th, September 5th, etc., 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 etc. Okay. Up until the 24th when we did the news recap and too much lightning bolts. Was it episode 2 that had Eric in it? No. Episode 1 had Eric in it. Did it? Episode 2, you did a Let's Watch. And episode 3, you were just alone. Oh, yeah, because that was the racism one. Right. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at the podcast feed right now. Okay. okay. So, yeah. That's basically that. And we're done. It's That's it. There's just no more news for now. I mean, there's preview for episode 2, but... I actually was supposed to be somewhere. Uh, apparently, I told my girlfriend I'd be done by 3.30. It's now 5 o'clock. Wow. Yeah. She's, she must not be happy. She's not. That's her really one day off. So, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, you even did say that. Awesome. Oh, I, that says Tuesday. Tuesday, I have to be done before 3.30. Yeah, because I have a class at 4 o'clock on Tuesdays. Gotcha. And you didn't say... You said, well, how does Wednesday sound? I'm free almost all day. I forgot that I made plans with her. I'm horrible, yeah. She's going to scold me. That's fine. She's going to show you her fun room. There's not that many rooms in her apartment, so... <laughs> no. And you've already been in the closet, so... I've been in every single room of that house. That apartment. But, yeah. So, here's where we wrap it all up, I guess. Yep. Um, I've been Dr. Disco, a.k.a. Snarky Sean. I've been John, who makes a lot on Twitter. If you want to find the podcast, uh, Geekishly Toku Podcast on Facebook... Geektokupod.blogspot.com Podcast on iTunes We also uh, Geektokupod on Twitter Again Send us questions If you've got any or anything like that To the Twitter uh, I'll see him, I have TweetDeck you know, Sean will see him when he's not Living a life like a normal person When I'm not and, being uh, a normal college student Yeah And uh, we'll answer them Get back to them, whatever and uh yeah we'll see you next week because we're recording next week so see you then bye